Hey everyone, Brennan here. Just wanted to let you guys know that this will be a spoiler-filled podcast, so if you have not had a chance yet to see Avengers Endgame, please, please, please go do so before listening to the show. I don't want anyone to be spoiled going in. Uh, we say it a few times, we have it in the description, but this consider this your final warning. Um, yeah, we're going to spoil it, so if you haven't seen it, go check it out, and uh, enjoy the review. Welcome everyone to Films with the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Mama Kay. I'm so excited. Yes, because hi. tonight... Hi, everyone. Yes, hi, Mama Kay. And uh, tonight <laughs> is the big day. It's the big game. It's the endgame. It's Avengers it's Endgame. endgame. Uh, yeah. Avengers Endgame, the culmination of 22 Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Starring everyone on the planet, uh, directed by the Russo brothers. <laughs> everyone in the universe. Everyone, actually. yeah, actually, yeah, you're now right. That you everyone, think about it. yeah, everyone in the universe, yeah. not even the planet. Everyone in the universe, uh, yeah, beyond planet. So the Russo brothers, they're they've been directing uh, Marvel movies for a while now. They did Civil War, they did Winter Soldier, they did Infinity War. Um, yeah, this is their fourth one, I think. Yeah, so they're veterans at this point uh, of the of the cinematic universe. They also did a couple TV shows back in the day. They did um, some community ep- communities. Their big one, Arrested Development. They did um, did some shows on. They directed a few uh, increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret. I like that show. Um, mm. But yeah, so they've they've been but they've been around the Marvel Cinematic Universe for a while now. Um, so. Yeah, and they're, su- and they're fans. They're, they were fans of the comic books, and they're, they were, you know, yeah, they're in- they're invested big time. Yeah, and I think because, they- <laughs> so they've done Civil War, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, and this, which I would say most yeah. people would agree, those are all top half Marvel Cinematic Universe films. They're all, you know, yeah. on, on, of the better, the better ones. They're um, probably in most people's top five. I mean, yeah, I don't those know four Infinity honestly War, could but... be a top, in someone's top. Five. I mean, I, I, you, I know you love Winter Soldier, and I love Civil War. Yeah. So those are two of our tops right there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, things look promising. You know, it, the uh, all the cast, the surviving cast is back. Um, we should, the non-snapped, the non-snapped the cast. So. The non-snapped, our main uh, cast, it's the core six, the original six. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, the OG six. It's, it's Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. It's Chris Evans as Captain America. Mark Ruffalo yeah, as Hulk. Is. Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. And Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Uh, right. We also get a good amount of other non-snapped Avengers, such as uh, Don Cheadle's War Machine, Paul Rudd's Ant-Man, and... Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, uh, and Karen. We also get a fair amount of ne- yeah Nebula. And yeah, and Karen Gillian's Nebula. I would say, without getting into any further spoilers, that's who we those ten uh, are who we spend a good amount of the movie with. Um, so yeah, well, we we're gonna since you, since you said the word spoiler, I mean you really have to be like we're kind of going out on a limb here and being super spoilers. I know we are going to be butting up against the actual week long it's been a week since it's been released right this um, is this is coming if you're hearing this now the earliest you're hearing this is thursday a week after right. the premiere release so hardcore fans should have already gone at least once <laughs> yeah we've both at gone twice once. just to just to really digest because it's a three-hour ordeal uh it's a big it's, but it felt like you know 45 minutes so i'd say 
yeah, we can get into how the the length. I, I think I felt it a little bit on the second time around, but um, it's it's a felt three hours. I will say that. Um, so uh, I think I gave a disclaimer <laughs> at the very four. beginning of the show. I'm gonna have it in the description, but uh, I'm gonna give the basic plot summary. I'll give us give you guys how we rate things here, and then we are going to get into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it uh, somehow and you're listening to this, time it's the time to bail now because you don't want to be spoiled if you haven't been. It's yes. uh. Put this, put this on hold. Get yourself to the movies. Yeah, you know, go watch it. Really. As soon as you hear this part, go watch it, and then come right back in four hours or whatever it takes you to watch right. it. Because it's, you're, uh, I mean, I don't think we're showing our hand too much saying you're going to want to go see it. Like, you just are. Yeah. Um, Do yourself a favor. <laughs> especially if you've, if you've seen the other ones. I mean, right. we'll talk about Yeah, it. this is basically, if you've seen Infinity War, this is just a little bit of self-care, honestly. Yeah, I mean, so. even if that's the only other one you've seen, which I don't, I can't imagine that's the case, but if it is, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's a good second part to that. Um, so, Avengers Endgame. Uh, after the grave course of events set in motion by Thanos that wiped out half the universe, <laughs> that wiped out half the universe and fractured the Avengers ranks, they are compelled. Uh, the remaining Avengers are compelled to take one final stand in Marvel Studios' grand conclusion to twenty-two films. Without giving yeah. up too much of the plot, that is perfect. Uh, that is exactly <laughs> what we need to be told. Uh, so the way we rate things here at Films with a Woman in My Life, uh, we do it on four criteria, and that are uh, those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the film. So um, usually I, I start with uh, saying, what did you think of the plot, Mama K? But I think we should just talk about it a little bit before we give our rating. Um, so yeah, where, where, when, when last we left in Infinity War... Thanos snapped. He had all. It was a shit show. It was, yeah, it was uh, not good for anyone but Thanos. Uh, He, even for him, kind of rough. He gives the snap. um, (sighs) Kind of what? No. Mm -mm. He. Anyway, go ahead. He he uh, he snaps his fingers because he's retrieved all six Infinity Stones, and when he can do that. He can realize his grand plan of wiping out half the universe to save resources and uh, keep people alive who remain Ind- indiscriminately. So right, it's not bad, a bad, bad idea. It's not a race thing. It's not a rich or poor thing. It's just it's not a good or bad thing. Not a good That's or, the most yeah, important thing. Which I mean, I'll talk about Thanos thing. and what I think of him in Infinity War versus Endgame, but um. He's a more complex villain than the average uh, than the average uh, Marvel villain. Um, mm. I well, I don't know, just as basic as it gets. Yeah. It's all about power. I disagree, but uh, so <laughs> good. Let's half, do that. Half our Avengers are gone. Uh, the ones who remain are right. pretty much all the classics, plus a few others sprinkled in, like um, you know, Rocket. Uh, yeah, uh, Okoye, Okoye from uh, Black Panther. From Black Panther, yeah. yeah. Um, who else? Is Rhodey. Rhodey's, or, well, I mean, he's not exactly an original, but he's, you know, he's from back then. So, um, yeah. it's basically our old squad plus a few others. Uh, and we start the movie off because everyone in the last movie has been fractured off. We start with, well, really we start with Hawkeye. And yeah, we start with Hawkeye. It start, I mean, the movie start, the thing about this, this Marvel movie and a lot of the other Marvel movies, you know, as people knows, there's no like grand, um, starring so-and-so and and this is gonna happen blah 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 it's basically you're sitting there and 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 you're you know in a it's a cornfield or whatever yeah 
with with Hawkeye and his family uh, just doing regular bucolic Hawkeye family kind of things, like learn, teaching his daughter to uh, shoot a bow and arrow. Talking about how um, mayo would be gross in a hot dog. I love mayo on a hot dog. You're gross. And the fact that, no, the fact that they were going <laughs> mustard and they were freaked out because the kid wanted ketchup, I was like, who... Wait, who are these people? Most people if say put... most people say mustard is the is the definitive hot dog topping, and I would disagree. Listen, yeah, it's ketchup. Everyone knows it's ketchup, but I'm I am I'd actually a rather have it plain, honestly, so. than have the, any of those three on it. Wrong. I don't. You could do uh, relish. We, no we, one wants relish, though. <laughs> we do, we bump up against this sometime because you know my name on the show is Mama K, but I am your mom, and sometimes I just yes, wonder who raised you. So, who did raise me? This is, I, you know, somebody who likes plain hot dogs, apparently, that I didn't know about. So, Right. Mayo so, hot uh, so anyway. we, we got, uh, <laughs> we're already making the longest episode go as long as possible. Um, we get. <laughs> this uh, is an important, this is important. This sets the Hawkeye's family gets snapped. He doesn't even realize it's happened. We just see the ash kind of fade as soon as he turns around because his daughter was gone and they're kind of in like an open field so he's looking around but we all know they're they've been snapped because there's nowhere for them to go um we get the marvel intro not the stan lee one from uh, captain marvel right. but the old school pretty much only showing the original six avengers right and um uh, what's the do you remember the music that's overplaying it it's not it's not like the typical dun 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 it- it's like the, it's like some other song um, yeah, I'm not sure what it is, and it's not it's not you know it's not the classic Avengers theme song either. So no, no, um, we don't get that until it's a little something bit. that's a little more like you are in for a dramatic ride right now. Yeah, I so. like the start already. It's much different than any of the other film. It feels um, yeah. I don't. I really. I, I like the turn. Yeah, I like the. I I, well, I know we go for sound and everything later on, but that's that's part of this movie. I mean, it's part and parcel. Of any Marvel movie, especially an Avengers movie, is like you know Cap's coming because Cap's music is playing, and you know there's, uh, you know the Avengers theme song, and even Widow has music. And you have to point out those themes because I don't think I pick up on those very well, other than the Avengers theme. Uh, I really don't know see, the individual a, people's themes very well. I'm a soundtrack girl, so I listen to actual just movie soundtracks, not like, uh, not ones that have songs and then where people are singing but just soundtracks to movies and you can tell you know that there's uh winter soldier for example has an amazing i know i'm going off the rails already but winter (laughs) soldier has an amazing soundtrack where whenever it's uh you know steve and bucky there's this sort of there's a theme that goes along with it no matter what's happening with them and um so that's part of for me, that's, I mean, that's a big part of the movie for anybody is, is the sound part. But for me, recognizing that is kind of a little, it's a fun little Easter egg for me anyway. I think a lot of people who, you know, seen everyone multiple times too is, are going to pick up on that. I guess I'm not, you're obviously more hardcore fan than I am. I have, I have not, I've missed a couple. Um, there's a couple I really like, but you know, I'm, I'm a more, fair, not, not quite a fair weather fan, but fair weather enough. Like, you know, I'm not. I'm not losing my mind over these. I love this one. You know, it gets emotional at times. But uh, so after our after our intro, you cried. I well, yeah, but I cry at most movies, so you can't like you know. Did you? St- yeah, but let's. Did you? So that you have the Clint's family in the very beginning, Hawkeye's family. Did did you start with a little bit of a? 
I cried at that. Sober. Yeah. Okay, I cried okay. at that because I love Hawkeye. We both love Hawkeye. Most people don't like Hawkeye because they think he's lame. But I like Hawkeye. Especially in... Um, no, I mean... Yeah. Especially in um, the one that no one likes that I like. Uh, what's um, <laughs> the other Avengers one? You know the one. Ultron? Ultron, yeah. I like Ultron. And I like Hawkeye in Ultron. No one else likes Ultron, though. They think it's all over the place and stupid. I think it's fun. I love Hawkeye's... I love his his, his story in, in Ultron. I, I think they didn't... Uh, get behind him enough after the first Avengers when he becomes um, when Loki, you know, puts the Takes spell him on him from the yeah. Tesseract. Yeah, and I don't think they came down from that enough to like really talk about how that affected him. I mean, he went through and just murdered a bunch of people, and everyone always talks about how Bucky's a big old murderer because he's been murdering since the '40s or whatever. But no one really brings up the whole. So did Hawkeye, and it wasn't him. Yeah, you know, I don't like him for a multitude of reasons, but. (laughs) I'm just saying, Bucky gets a rap for it, and Hawkeye, I don't know that Hawkeye's ever really, um, you know, emotionally had to deal with that. That's because Bucky spans multiple movies in time, and Hawkeye's is in the middle of one movie, I guess, but. In a movie that has a lot more going on. Then you. But you think it would be more visceral just because it's happened, then you're saying it's happened more recently. Anyway, yeah. We start. So we like Hawkeye. Yeah, we like Hawkeye, so (laughs) we're crying at Hawkeye. (laughs) That's what we get from But we start after that, uh, after that kind of uh, prologue, uh, is we go to Nebula and Tony Stark, who are on the the craft that they landed on, Titan, to fight Thanos in the last movie. They're the only two left from that squad who didn't get snapped. Um, yeah, we find and out, the ship is dead. Yeah, the ship is dead in the water. They tried to repair it. They did as much as they could, but they're running out of oxygen. It's been about three weeks since the snap. Uh, they... Well, it's been twenty-one, no, twenty-two days, and that's very. That's obviously a nod to how many films are in the MCU. So I love that little piece. Yeah, I think that's definitely that's definitely on purpose. Um, and yes, I like Nebula. <laughs> Easter eggs everywhere. Yeah, everything testify. Um, which is I appreciated, but um, yeah, I th- this is the first time, at least for me, maybe in other movies that's been developed better. But I like Nebula here. I like Nebula being a little more humanized, um, even if it's only a you know ninety seconds of Tony playing stupid paper football and thing. It's 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 preparing <laughs> me for Nebula to matter in this, and I, I right. wasn't expecting that. I, ne, I Nebula is not a character I really think of. I've seen both Guardians movies, but like she's just not a character I think of very often. She's not terrible. I mean, she could be sympathetic, but she hasn't been able to be sympathetic, and I think she is in in this movie. And they try they they put it out there right away that that's what's going to be happening with her. And I really like her she, a lot. Like she's one of my favorite I characters. Do too. By the end of this, if you're just looking at the arcs and the character development in this movie, she's really good in this. Um, yeah. And I like the actress. Um, what's, uh, what, Karen. uh, I always forget her name. Karen, Karen Gillan. Gillan, even though she's in that yeah. God awful, uh, Jumanji Doctor Who? remake. I oh, know not Dr. Well, oh, yeah. she was also in Dr. Who. Yeah. So, okay. Maybe I don't like her yeah. and other stuff, but <laughs> I like her in this. Um, <laughs> So they are. Well, so they. Yeah. Tony's about to die uh, from the lack of oxygen because they're running out, uh, and I guess Nebula's a little yeah. hardier, so she's still kind of kicking around. Um, and they are rescued by Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, <laughs> Captain showing Marvel. up out of nowhere. Um, what do yep. you think of that? I get. Uh, I think it was like really coincidental that it was her turn to like be in that part of all the galaxies and 
uh, okay, I'm going to suspend disbelief for a while. I mean, it has I'm been three weeks. It's not like it was a, a, like you know a couple hours after she shows up. It was, right. yeah, space is right. big. It's happenstance, but right. But this is the first that we've really. This is the first first we've been introduced to Captain Marvel, and you know, this is before her. Is she movies, not age? This is all shot before because everyone else kind of ages, right? She doesn't age. I don't. Does everyone else kind of age? I mean, well, I don't like know. Cap um, ages. Did, well, Thor's twelve hundred years old or whatever. Yeah, so but he's Thor doesn't. Like but he's, he's a god. We'll get to Thor in this because he's awesome. But like, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, I maybe Thor is hidden a little bit. I I mean, I can tell is my point. Like everyone else, every pretty much everyone except for I guess Thor and Rocket are human to some degree. Nebula, I guess. But like most of the people are right. human to some degree, and they have aged right. naturally over the you know past ten years or whatever. Right. Um, but this is our first foray into Cap- Captain Marvel, even though that, you know, in her movie, she's in the 70s and or the, in the 80s and 90s. She's in like the um, early 90s. So she, I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. She'd be 30 years older at this point, but, you know, she yeah. looks the same. That's another. But that's fine. I mean, it's not a, think, it's a small, you know. No, but there's something else that happens a little later on that I had to go, okay, I guess I can well, I have, find that, which has to do with age. I so. have problems with Captain Marvel as a character because... Yeah. And I, well, I mean, she's just very... She's so overpowered to the point where, do, like, do we need anyone else? And the, the, the point right. is, no, we don't, because she because she's going to leave pretty soon on here. But we'll, we'll, well get to that in a second. Yeah, and that's what she says, is that I don't... Basically, I don't need any of you. And they're like, well, we kind of work as a team. And she just kind of looked at him like, I don't ha- I don't have a use for that. Yeah. <laughs> I can do I mean, it myself. <laughs> I just, I'm sure there are people who like her as a character. I, I struggle. I struggle with liking her. I don't know if it's Brie Larson's performance in it. I like her in a lot of other things, but I... I don't know if yeah. I don't know if this is the right fit, but we'll get into her in a little bit once everyone gets reunited yeah. because she's gonna take right. the ship literally on her back back to the Avengers headquarters to meet Natasha, Bruce, Steve, Rocket, Thor, and Rhodey, the rest of the surviving crew, um, and they all get they have like a little hut, like powwow meeting to discuss. Well, Thor, they're not there yet. I mean, what happens next is that they go back and and uh, Thor, we, Thor, we, is a, Thor is he's brooding in the corner with his oh, jacket on. That's right. They're that's all right. there. That's this is the they, Pepper's there too. I should mention Pepper Potts. Yeah, um, Pep. Yeah. And they're so they're all there, kind of regrouping. Like, oh, and like, when's the last time we've seen Thanos? Anyone know where he is? Uh, Rockets right. following these energy signatures. It all boils down to the thing. Oh, and Tony has a little fit. Tony gets mad because Tony hasn't seen Cap. Yeah. Since, well, he hasn't seen him since um, since, since Civil War, War, which I mean, it feels like a decade right. to go to us. But like, you know, that they, they did not end things on good terms at all. Uh, so right. And I think Tony's yeah, Tony's but- outburst. I think everyone kind of brushes it off because he's you know dehydrated and deprived of food and and he's you know he's because he's he's basically like dementia for the last three weeks so um yeah but i mean that's tony so that's you know he he was hard on cap i mean he was hard on cap he, he was saying you know you weren't there all this kind of stuff i'm like yeah he wasn't in space but cap was kind of handling things on earth yeah but so. i don't know how much communication was between the two of them and even if there was he's still mad probably he's not he's mad lot. he thinks they could have stopped things oh yeah he's mad they he's, lost he thinks they could have stopped things if they did things his way back in civil war right. he thinks if cap had just oh uh, he think no yeah if they went back to ultron is what he wanted 
that's what well, yeah he, he wanted yeah, Ultron to like work it. and you know make right, the shield around the world but that was <laughs> never gonna work because Ultron's <laughs> fucking crazy but um <laughs> which Ultron is Tony no it's not Where's I don't that? when we review that we could talk about that I disagree with your with your <laughs> Ultron is Tony take but um okay. so they, they all get together Tony gets like put in like a hospital bed because he passes out after freaking out and um and this is where we get and all the while uh you get uh captain marvel kind of integrating with them not very well i'm gonna say uh no i mean it's it's a first meeting it's like a meet cute and it's not cute at all no it's really i mean i and i compared it to i was like because i didn't love her in captain marvel i thought she was okay in captain marvel she's fine but I, I kind of thought of it as like Doctor Strange, where Doctor Strange didn't love the movie Doctor Strange, loved Doctor Strange in Infinity mm-hmm. War. I thought, okay, well maybe it'll be like that. Maybe right. it'll be like, eh, she's fine in her own movie. But then when she gets integrated with the team, I really like how she plays up. And I don't, I don't, I don't love, yeah. I don't love how she plays off of anyone. I, I think it's, yeah, I, I think it's because she doesn't get integrated. I mean, she she's introduced, um, and. There's no, there is still that whole, like, you know, I don't know. And I think even did Rhodey say it, you know, we're all about that superhero life. So, you know, yeah, they're right. like not respecting her. And she's just used to walking in and getting the job done. And, you know, they, they're they not a mesh thing. He, she's a lot more like Cap, I think, than uh, than most of them think or realize. So that's a good, as I far mean, as yeah, that's a pretty decent comp. She's a little more coldly arrogant is the only way I could really put it like like she like she she is more powerful than them and she knows it and because she's more powerful she doesn't really even consider them like she it really feels like she's looking down on them like this whole time like I'm defending all space and you guys can't even get earth together it's kind of what it feels like yeah kind of and yeah and while that's you know to a degree true it's just it's not it doesn't make for a likable character that you're supposed to like (laughs) but um no and she's not in it enough to build anything, I think. So, you know, I think that that's kind of, it's unfortunate, Sometimes it feels like we're movie. trying to make badass female character. And I think you have others that do it better because you don't just need this unstoppable badass who hates everyone and is cold. They need to have flaws so right. you can empathize with them. And they need to be like, you know, a right. real person. She just is such a, she's such right. a robot sometimes that it's hard to. It's hard to, uh, well, yeah. and it, so, you know, I don't want to harp too much on her because she has some no. cool stuff later on. But like, Okoye is a badass. Okoye oh, was going to give awesome. up her, the love of her, the love of her life for Wakanda. And she comes across as, you know, Jesus, almost super warm and fuzzy compared yeah, to Yeah, she's, I but mean. Carol, Carol's there for, I mean, she, she saved Tony. She brought him back. Let's, let's, you know, she's pretty much forgotten for the rest of the movie until much, much, much later. So and we'll discuss whether that's a good thing to do but um yeah the bottom line is they find an energy signature rocket finds an energy energy and energy signature in deep space similar to the one that happened during the snap um and you get nebula say like my father talked about going to this farm they basically tie it all together and say he's on this farm planet let's go confront him and we see so they they're all going to space i get the i I like the little uh, rocket to everyone when they're in the ship all right who's been who hasn't been to space before <laughs> and you see uh cap and uh and uh and um black widow or like widow and, and Rhodey, yeah or like like yeah. they do they do the jump and they're we get like a close-up on cap's eyes he's like oh like getting sucked into space right um 
Well, and the fact that they all raise their hands sort of begrudgingly, like, yeah, yeah like, we've done oh, all kinds on, of stuff, man. but like, space isn't one of them, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like, um, like a taunt, almost, like, all right, what you got, what yeah. you guys haven't been out here before, like. <laughs> we saw, can we say that we so deserved all of the little comedic moments, and the timing is, for me, the timing for most of them are, is just spot on perfect, And but we, after Infinity War last year, we totally deserve all of that so yeah, the comedy really there's anything like that yeah rocket is rocket's okay rocket's not his best it's not his best really i like rocket a lot he's, in this. he's okay oh i love rocket but i think in this I one there's because, sometimes where i think they're forcing it might be little, because so. i don't like the guardians movies as most people do i think they're good but i they're yeah. not n- neither of them are in my top like five marvel movies i don't think no rocket rocket is probably my favorite <sighs> you know i'm a group rocket drax I'm there. Rocket's uh, probably my favorite of, Star- uh, um, of the um, Guardians. Korg. Korg's not really a Guardian. Korg's just awesome. Then thank God we thank God <laughs> we get him in a little bit. Um, so yeah. they they find Thanos. He's on the planet. He's a farmer. Um, right. He is yeah far- farmer, and he lives in like a a, a, like a, a, a hut, hut from with the straw on it. He's basically Shrek at this point. <laughs> he should, yeah, they, 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 when he mean, picks up the fruit, uh, Smash Mouth starts playing. and um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I was like, somebody. I'm like, what are we good if he had me? AirPods in, his, in and you could kind of hear it faintly in the background? I would have appreciated that, but <laughs> it probably would have been too comedic for Thanos. Wa- but <laughs> I think so. And, but he was wearing like regular Joe clothes and, you know, he was super... So the anyway, big thing about yeah, him is Thanos. he is real fucked up. His whole his whole glove side yeah. is all scarred and burned all the way up his face, on down his arm. Oops. And we get the and he's just kind of chilling. He's cooking dinner, and the Avengers bust in. Uh, you know, Carol Danvers wraps around his neck. The Iron the Iron Men uh, grab his arms. The and then um, they all they all bum rush him basically and confront him. Uh, and gives a little monologue about how like the work's done. I'm in peace. You guys should be in peace. It's fine yeah. now. And um, he ne- he has a little heart to heart thing with Nebula before Tony or not Tony. Um, Bruce starts beating the shit out of him with uh, his uh, Hulkbuster armor. Uh, I love that Hulk is right. wearing the Hulkbuster armor. I just that's just great. Um, and then. Yeah. Uh, before he can really give much of an explanation, he, he tells, he says he's destroyed the stones, um, to prevent right. temptation. He used the stones to destroy the stones. That was the second big energy signature. That's why he's all fucked up. And, uh, right. before he can give much more, Thor chops his head off. Cause he went for the head this time. He, he went for the head. Right. And then, I mean, this is so. early on. I would say we're in the first 20 minutes to half hour of the movie like we're pretty early on right, yeah so the, the surviving you're like this movie can't end right now no it's like so then it's gonna <laughs> is it just gonna be like an AA meeting the rest of the movie like um avengers anonymous <laughs> that's what we were led to believe uh, we, we do get an avengers anonymous kind of meeting at one point but yeah we totally do and headed by steve actually that's the next thing that happens so after he cuts the head off, oh, yeah. So we get this. We get the cut too, yeah. and I like how they do it. They do five, and then there's a pause. It's like a, a, a yeah. title card comes up. Five long pause. Years later. Years. So we are five yeah. years removed from the snap, the beheading of Thanos, and everyone right. just kind of 
you know, having to deal with the aftermath of it. And a lot of this part, this, it like, they don't really dwell on it, but it's in the trailer where you can see that, you know, New York looks very different and, uh, there's just a general malaise, I think, that you can feel. I mean, only half of everything is gone, but it certainly feels like, I mean, it has obviously affected everyone and everything. Commerce. I'm really uh, confused. To, uh, yeah, the legit, I mean, it's not important, but the logistics of this world, because everything looks abandoned. But everyone, like, there's not, like, gangs running around, like, I guess because, you know, there's still, it's just, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to understand how this world, this new world works, because parts of it seems well, civilized, and, like, everyone's, you know, right. like, much of the old world, but then other parts, like, everything's overgrown, and it looks like, you know, an apocalypse, so it's a little hard for me right. to understand what, what, what's going on day to day with people. Right. Well, I think, yeah, I think it probably is just, like, people haven't. You know, the, I mean, Steve talks about it where he's like, he keeps telling people to move on and they don't, you know, of course, the Avengers can't move on, but um, that people can't move on. So there's a lot of like daily activities like the trash uh, that's not getting taken care right. of. Um, and that's kind of the stuff I'm know. talking about. You know, the trash is getting taken out. Yeah. But like, everyone's still fed. So like there's still grocery right. stores or is there's there still, still yeah. like, is there, is there like markets there, people go to now? half as many people working at the grocery store and half as many trash men. I mean, I can understand. There's also half as many people. I can understand the society basically so. collapsing when half the population disappears because it's half of everyone. Like half of, you know. Right. You know, half of the bankers, half of the teachers, half of right, half of the everything you know, criminals. And, and, you know, you don't just yeah. cut it in half. It's uh, <laughs> the commerce right. falls apart. Is what my point is. But um, somehow everyone's yeah, w- everyone's more of getting on with life after the snap, like emotionally, than they are you know with the 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 ticky tacky of it all, which is fine because we don't. It's a three hour movie. We don't have time for that. Um. We get right. Steve, with the exception of the Avengers. With his, yeah, we we can see along emotionally at all. Yeah, we can see their parts because that's what we that's what we want want to see. Um, right. Steve is running, like we said, like an, a, not an AA group, but like a, what what was the group called? It was like a, where do we go from here? Something like that. It's like a sit, sit around. <laughs> yeah, it's just a it's a it's a support group for survivors, basically people who, probably people who have PTSD from the whole situation and. You know, Steve has a lot of uh, experience with that, considering he's gone. He's been living a long time, so yeah, he lost um, everyone he knew he, already at once. So yeah, right, and it happened a second time. He actually, you know, when it happened the second time, it wasn't nearly as bad as it was the first time for him. So, you know, he's almost he's almost the one that's most ahead of the game. But um, yeah, so he's 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 heading this group, and which is great because one of the directors is. Is part of the group, and I always love when he shows up. It's Joe, um, right? In movies, yeah. Honestly, I don't really know which one it I mean, is, but jo- let's and go with I've that. heard he's the first openly gay character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because he talks about going on a date with a guy. He does. He went, yeah, and he's going on a second date with a guy, so it's really it's encouraging. Well. But yeah, Steve is, you know, spouting out that we got to move Within on. Within the first There's couple no, seconds no. of seeing that, I thought that was Bruce because it looked kind of like Bruce. <laughs> You thought who was Bruce? I thought Joe was Bruce. I thought Joe. I thought, oh. I thought Joe Russo was Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like, okay, is this just an Avengers circle? But they don't want to do it. But it's just the, the two of them. Avengers? I, it took me a second to realize, like, uh, oh, okay. I think that when I first was... watched it, I was like, oh, Bruce is gay now. I thought he had a thing with the uh, with um, <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> with and Matt. then I was like, yeah. oh, that's not Bruce. That's some other guy. No, that's, <laughs> and then no, I was like, oh, that's, that's Joe exactly. Russo. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> like. <laughs> There, there was my uh, arc in that in that ninety second scene. 
Um, yeah. So it's kind of a cool nod, though. I don't know if you remember that. You know, Sam. That was part of what Sam. Uh, uh, yeah, Falcon he was doing that to help when he first came back. Yeah, to help like the um, uh, PTSD, yeah, PTSD. soldiers. And yeah, stuff. the guy. Yeah, exactly. So he was kind of carrying on that thing. But then there's, I mean, when when he goes back to the Avengers compound, which you know no one's cleaned in a while, so that's good <laughs> to realize um, that Nat- Natasha is really the person who she's is running the most, show now. Yeah, but she's a wreck. I mean. I, you know, you see her in a lot of situations where she's close to crying or, you know, just sort of vulnerable. But I think through this whole movie, she is just, I don't know whether it's Scarlett Johansson because of, you know, finishing off the arc that she's in and finishing off all of the Avengers movies with all these, all these people. But man, I just felt like she was on the edge of crumbling. Yeah, she's in a... All the time. She's in a fog. More so than you're used to seeing her. You're used to seeing her as pretty yeah. you know pretty you know sturdy like she's uh right she's got the head on her shoulders but yeah and this she seems to yeah. always she's on the verge kind of the whole time she's on the yeah constantly on the verge i mean she's trying to like you said she's trying to be the the head of whatever this little ragtag fugitive fleet of of people that are left you know are but i just i mean i felt for her i was just like my god she's like she still has bruce so you kind know, of I know she it doesn't seem, bruce seems to be doing his own thing now which we get in a second but um yeah, so, yeah, he doesn't seem. This doesn't seem to have affected him in in the Bruce seems worst manner. Like the most well adjusted, honestly. Um, well, maybe Tony, but we'll get him in a second. Uh, the rest of so yeah. the rest of the the squad that Romanoff uh, Natasha's kind of leading. Um, it's it's Rhodey, it's uh, Captain Marvel, who's like covering the outskirts, and that's that's her excuse for not being in the movie anymore. Is uh, what's happening yeah. here is happening everywhere so i gotta go help them right so she's got to go do that so yep fine get it you know that's yeah. fine and yeah, i don't think i think it's better to not have her kind of yeah. influence here with the original people so it's uh yeah so she goes away yeah um and then this is where roadie reveals that someone's been taken out mexican cartel people and she's like he's like you know it's you know it's got to be clint because apparently uh hawkeye since losing his family, has become this vigilante going around taking out, you know, mob people all over the world. Um, Just basically bad people. He is out after the baddies. Right. So. He's only taking out, like, bad criminal people, but again, it is uh, vigilante stuff. So he's, uh, right. you know, there's no, I don't, you know, again, I don't really know what the state of governments are like in this new world. It's not exactly explained, but you got to assume there's still some sort of ruling power but he doesn't care it it wouldn't matter whether it was in the perfect state he would still be out there doing this right you know no family or at least that's the feeling that i get yeah so uh so yeah so he's he's become the character even though they don't announce it in the movie anybody who's read any of the comics or any anything behind it knows that he's now the ronin character right not to be um, confused with ronin the accuser from guardians (laughs) of the galaxy this is ronin not ronin yeah right (laughs) ronin um so He's, it's just like a Japanese, uh... He's like a samurai kind of guy. Samurai kind of guy. Yeah. He's got a really cool new weapon. He, uh, takes care of people in a very efficient manner. Um, so yeah, so Natasha comes and visits him and, well, this is after, uh... Yeah, so let's say, what's the spark, yeah, what's the spark that, like, like, it's been five years, everyone's kind of wallowing, what's the spark that brings him back? A rat in a storage facility steps on a little thing in a van and out a brown van and out spits scott lang out spits ant-man because if we remember ant-man of the wasp 
He was trapped in the quantum realm because he was doing research and the there, snap and everyone got snapped. Um, yeah. All the people who were watching over him got snapped. So um, he's confused at why the world's falling apart. He goes to the sweet ass monument place. Um, that's kind of yeah. like the wall of in San Francisco. Yeah, in San Francisco. Yeah. It's it's what do they call it? Like the vanished or something. It's basically yeah. like the wall yeah. of the of the of the veterans. What is it? World War Two veterans or Vietnam veterans? Mm-hmm. Vietnam Vietnam veterans. Yeah, yeah it's basically Memorial. that. Um, and he's looking for his family's name. I think mostly his daughter. And he sees his name Cassie. because he's been gone for a long time. But that's not what he thinks. So um, he finds his daughter. Because right, he's only been gone a short time being in the realm, in the quantum realm. Oh, I so. want to ask you, how old is his daughter in Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is, you know, five years before this? Do you know? My guess is she's probably, I don't know for sure, but my guess is she's 10 or 12 at the most, but now she's older. Now she's th- now she's 28 years old. Um, she, she is a grown-ass <laughs> woman. I mean, I know that she... I, I, so she... He, I don't know if she's a grown-ass woman, but she's dude, definitely a high-age high She's teenager. definitely graduated college-age kind of thing. Like, she, no, she's she, in her <laughs> early 20s minimum. So she, he goes back to his old house. <laughs> You're a really bad judge of this. No, she's old. You you, you <laughs> like you could ask like I I know the p- listeners. I know you got to agree with me. She's old. She's not. I thought in the older one that could be our first trivia question. How old is she really? I thought in like, Ant Man and the Wasp, she was eight or nine. I thought she was young. Okay, so this is one of the times when you have to suspend that kind of thing because I come across that a little bit later in this movie too. So. Usually, it's not a thing I harp on, but like I was like I was expecting like a thirteen or fourteen year old. Also, she's living by herself. Um, right. and yeah, no, she's, she's like 20, I mean, I, I well, guess if she's like 23, it makes sense, but like, I don't know, I thought it was weird that <laughs> she just seemed older than I was expecting, but, um, they reunite, yeah. um, it's heartfelt, I kind of, I, I didn't cry on that one, but I liked it, um, and yeah. when Scott gets to the Avengers headquarters where, um, Steve and Natasha are going over, you know, sad stuff, um, Eating a peanut butter sandwich. Eating a peanut butter sandwich, which, you know, he comes in and takes. Um, he gives this big, so. long theory about the quantum realm and how time works differently down there because he felt like he was only gone for five hours, even though he, it was five-year span. Um, so he was like, if we had some way to navigate the quantum, way, quantum realm, maybe we could go back and, you know, change the stuff. All the while acknowledging it sounds crazy and it's like a pipe dream. Um but and that's it, not a time machine at all. It's not a time machine. But it's actually it's, it's a time a, machine. It's it's, uh, it's a time machine. It's a, okay, it's a time machine. And yeah. <laughs> uh, we had some good time machine jokes throughout this. Not acknowledging yeah. that it's kind of ridiculous the way they do it, but um, right. They um, so they choose to. Go, so I think we've talked about it as much as we can before we've given any ratings on anything. Um, yeah. The plot's pretty much being set up here. It's going to be some sort of time travel thing. So. Right. Um, Mama K, what's the what do you give the plot of this movie on a rating? Well, I mean, I think considering what it has to do uh, in three hours, mm-hmm. I have to give the plot the you know a four seven five because I can't give it a five. Um, You're going quarter points now. Well, listen, do you want me to give it a five minus? I mean, I can do that. I can no, do no, that. no, I don't want you to give it a okay. five. I'd rather give you a four, seven, five. Okay, that's fine. I don't think it's a four and a half. I think it's better than a four and a half because of the time constraints and really, I mean, honestly, what you have to, where you have to go with this information and all the other stuff that has to, you have 21 other movies that have to populate this film. 
uh, which gives me, we, we haven't talked a little at, at all about like, can somebody walk in off the street and see this movie? You can't. I mean, you can, but you're going to be like, from the very beginning, what is happening? You know, so I think that because they have all of these other things that they're trying to interweave and they're also probably trying to set up some other stuff for whatever's going on in the next phase of the MCU, um, it's a lot. And thank God they didn't spend as much time in space as I thought they were going to because that's my, that's my weakness. Um, but Not good I think. Weakness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bad weakness. Uh, I stayed awake for the whole movie both times. So. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's good to stay awake. Yeah, so I, that's what I give. I don't know what is your what is your thinking? Of um, yeah, I uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a four, um, okay. because I like I I think given with what they have to do, you knew it had to be time travel. I was kind of hoping it wasn't. I was yeah. gonna, I was really hoping they would find some other way around it, and um, they could bring them back some other way, you know. But once you know. Thanos destroyed the time or the, all the stones that kind of became the only option. Um, but it's all executed pretty well. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say that first time you watch this, it's all, all awesome because you're, you know, you got your goggles on. You can't, you can't ignore, you can't, you know, if you're a big fan and you've seen all of them, you're just enjoying every second of it. Like even right, the you stuff, are. you're eating everything up. Yeah. Even, even the stuff you don't like, you, you brush right over. I'm guessing most people right. because like you just, it's just, you know, it's glorious. It's, it's the culmination. And as far as a culmination, it, it's, it works really well. Second time viewing it, I was trying to be like, okay, <laughs> I try to shake off the glow and like actually judge it as a, as a movie. And, um, you know, <laughs> that first hour of setup, while good, you know, to try kind of have a tonal change and really drive home the hopelessness, it drags a bit. It does. It's, um, I don't, yeah, it, it's, it's, it kind of jumps a little bit with the killing of Thanos so quickly. I don't know if that all works tonally for me at the very beginning. Um, and then the five year after slump, um, is, you know, kind of a slump to me. I like it. You know, like I said, first time around, awesome. I love seeing all these characters and their reactions. Second time around, I'm like, once you already know what's happening, it's like, oh, yeah, let's just kind of get to it. Let's get to the fixing of it. And, you know, we get a lot of Ant-Man before anything really even gets kicked off. Um, but, uh, you know, and the time travel stuff, I think, is the best stuff as far as plot-wise we get in the movie. The end the end fight scene, which we'll get to later, is, you know, it's just, it's just pure just candy it's just it's just cotton candy all over the screen and it's awesome but you know plot wise it's whatever but like it's just see the most trouble i have with this movie is time 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 travel time aging all of that stuff is my 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 own my kind of my only pet peeve with this movie i really i mean not only but my it's my main one yeah the time you know none of us time travel so everything is speculation so you can make up all the rules you want but it, they're having they were having a really hard time sticking to their own parameters that they so let's created, so. so yeah we what's i mean they go to uh, we'll just breeze past this part they go to tony tony's got a daughter um yeah he's building us we see that he's building a helmet for uh gwyneth Paltrow, pepper Potts. um yeah. so that is a setup for something later um he they come to him with time machine thing. He makes fun of them for using a back to the future plot and says, no, basically <laughs> then we go see Hulk 
who Bruce and Hulk have now combined into just large Bruce Banner. Uh, large. I just Hulk. like to refer to him as Bulk. Bulk. All right, we go. We get yeah. Bulk. Um, yeah. Bruce Hulk. Who's sort Hulk. of like this? All of a sudden, he's this. Um, like, I don't know. I feel like he's got a really hot Instagram. You know, he's definitely yeah, a Yeah, people are asking to take pictures with him. No one wants to take pictures right. with Ant-Man. Um, <laughs> right. He's very stylish, and it's very strange. He's he's his now. He looks sort of, his skin is green. He looks a little Kermit the Froggy. He's got, like, uh, catchphrases and, as the kids. He's like, he flexes, he's like, Hulk out, yeah, kids. Yeah, Listen to your mom. He's, she knows better. Like, he's like, what he's, is going on? He's like, and, and, 80s Hulk Hogan, he's actually like, now, eat your vegetables. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's he's suddenly, everyone else is like, what's happening with life? And he's like, living his best life, suddenly. So Somehow. But, um, um, so, yeah, we somehow, get So, he, yeah. he, um, he is, you know, Tony and him are the two smartest people they know. Tony says no. He says right. yes-ish to work on time yeah. travel. And uh, he's not right. great at it. Um, no. It turns they try it. into a teenager. And then he turns him into yeah. an old man and turns him into a baby. Yeah. Um, awesome. all while trying to send him to and from the quantum realm to do like tests um, right. and you know clearly it's not working exactly right and we get right. you know not too long before Tony figures it out has a heart to heart with his daughter has a heart to heart with Pepper decides to come back and work on the time travel um, so here's how he breaks down the tra- or here's how they've decided to portray time travel in this and and they they it's they give a little funny scene of uh, it's not like uh, time cop and it's not like uh, like they go through just a list of movies where time travel. Bill and Ted's all, Excellent Adventure. Bill it's Ted, not like it's not like hot uh, tub time machine. So hot tub time machine. So the, the whole difference is in those you go back, back and you can't talk to your old selves and you have to avoid them and and because anything you do in the past will affect the future and that's right. like I'd say that's the prevailing movie idea of time travel they say and i kind of and this is what i like it still doesn't quite work because it's time travel so you have to suspend some disbelief but i actually like this way better it's that your past is your past and your where you are right now is your present if you go back in time that's your future that's not your past your past exists and it can't be changed if you go back in time you're going to some alternate reality past and that past is actually your future. Everyone tracking? Everyone understanding what I'm saying? So um, Yeah, you know, actually you saying it, doesn't it sound crazy, but you saying it is making more sense to me than the other two times I heard it on the screen. Because Well, because when they're describing yeah. it, they're doing it jokey, so it's kind of hard to actually track what they're saying. But yeah. that's, I, that's, the, that's the major difference between their time travels. When they go back in time... They're not like when they take because their whole plan is to take the time or not time the, the Infinity Stones from the past and snap themselves and reverse Thanos' whole thing in their present, and that will not affect the past because when they go in the past, they're only changing those realities. They're not changing their own. Their own has already happened, so they can't undo that. What they can do is change their future by altering a alternate reality past. So that's the best I can explain it without getting too confusing. I think it's I think you you can kind of map it out and understand it pretty decently. Um, and we get uh, a scene later on with the ancient one, the return of the ancient one, uh, who kind of right. describes that a little bit better. Um, so does she though? I'm just as confused when she says it as I am when everybody else does. So <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I follow it pretty decently, but um, so the team's mostly together. 
Uh, like you said, uh, um, uh, yeah, but they're missing somebody really important. I said that's what I was say. So if there's two people that are not really. There's a couple people they need to get first. Uh, you right. get uh, Widow and goes to get Clint. Um, you know, right. Hawkeye who's Ronining out and killing Yakuza yep. in Japan. Yep. Um, yep. And gets him to come back, and then we also get Hulk and Rocket to go recruit Thor. Who is hanging out right. in Norway in New uh, Asgard, New Asgard, which is basically yeah. a fishing village. Um, we, right, it looks a little bit like Maine. It so looks a little bit like was, Maine. That was familiar. Um, yeah. I like the cameo we get from Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie because I always like that character a lot in yep. in Ragnarok. Yep. And you know, he's asking where's they're asking, or Hulk and Rocket are the two retrieving him. They're asking where's Thor, and Thor <laughs> is the big Lebowski now. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Thor is hanging out. I mean, he's the dude. He is the dude. Thor is hanging out in this nasty, like, bro (laughs) pad with Korg and Meek from from Ragnarok, the the rock guy and the little bug guy. And they're just hanging out, playing some Fortnite. And uh, Thor's got a nice gut and a giant scraggly beard. And he's wearing, like, a yeah, robe. They, they described him as melted ice cream, and that was pretty much perfect. I mean, he's like a melted, huge hot fudge sundae. We got, this got crazy, insane person laughs when I saw it. Both times when I saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's just... Because Thor has, since original Thor, grown into such a f- better, funnier, fish-out-of-water character to the point where he's kind of absurd, and it's awesome. He's uh yeah. he's he's gotten better every time he's on screen, in my opinion, from you know, OG Thor right. through the Avengers. This, through Ragnarok. This is a lot though. I mean, this is a lot. This is a lot. It's 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 a lot. <laughs> what do you say? What do you, I don't understand what you mean by it's a lot. I mean well, he's physically a lot. That's correct. I mean that's well, true. Yeah. He's still kind I of mean, buff too. Thor's... He's got like a dad bod. He's got like buff arms, but he's yeah. got a giant gut. <laughs> Right. Well, and he's wearing like I don't know drawstring pajamas and a, a robe hanging open, and I mean maybe that just got too real for me or something. I don't know, but it was like no. It was washed thank up, you. retired Thor. I, I I know. Well, it was yeah. It was you know Thor five years after he you know did the thing that he wanted to do before. So by taking the head, but um, <laughs> I like it. I like drunk. Fat you know Thor. they get him. <laughs> They get him back by um, promise, promising him really good beer, because mm-hmm. uh, apparently that's he's been basically living on beer and pizza. Um, cheese whiz. So apparently he has cheese whiz coursing through his veins. Cheese, cheese whiz coursing through his veins. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks, Rody. Um, Rody's gotten so much better. Yeah. I know you don't like Rody, but I like Rody a lot, especially in this. He's gotten so much better, but honestly, he's still just kind of like. Tony's bitch, so it's kind of like ah, you said that about Falcon Cap. I feel bad. For, yeah, I do. I mean, I felt that way. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, so you just you're just like, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, Rhodey's just Black Iron Man. Anyway, um, so they they just you know Thor comes back into the fold. So now they're ready to go and. Uh, they they divvy them up to say you need to find these we need to get all the stones what's the best way to do it they figured out one way to do it uh, is that three stones are in New York at one period of time um, in 2012 yep in 2012 when uh, 
Bruce basically destroys Manhattan. Bruce, well, Loki, but Bruce comes in and and Hulk smashes. It's basically yeah. It's the events of event. The first Avengers movie is where right. where we are. Yeah. So that's right. team. T- so yeah, that's team one is um, Iron Man, uh, Cap, Ant Man, and Ant Man and Bruce. Bruce Bulk. Bruce Hulk. Bulk. Right, bulk. Yeah, they 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 go back to New York, 2012, and then you've got the other team um, that goes to uh, Vormir to where Red Skull is, and he's uh, yeah, you get guarding the Soul Stone. You get you, well, I think yeah, you get Team Two is kind of split up into another two teams. You get um, oh right, they're it's really it's really more like four teams, but it's three time periods, so. 2012 New York, 2013 right. Asgard is the in between. That's uh, Thor and uh, Rocket. Um, right, that's th- Thor, which I found to be the most tedious part of this film. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that part me either. Actually, yeah. now that you say that, um, I mean, you had to have yeah. some of it, and I probably think they probably cut down as much as they could. Um, but I think they couldn't. Honestly, I think they couldn't make it interesting. So, him talking to his mom, Thor goes and talks to his mom on the very day that she's going to die. That he knows she's going to die that day. Um, and I don't know that they just, I think that they couldn't, I don't know if they couldn't get buy-in from Natalie Portman to do any more than she already did or what the deal was, but there was, there was no meat in that I think at there's all. scenes on the cutting room floor from that because I get, I, you know, I bet you they had five and a half hours of footage to work with and that was probably I know, but there couldn't, that's the whole thing is like, they could have put a little bit more of that on the floor. I think I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't care about that. I don't really care for, you know, Thor got a little whiny there and I'm like, come on, let's, you know, pluck up Thor. Let's, let's, you're, you're in, you're in God mode. Come on. You, you know, you got Mjolnir back. You still got it. Come on, let's let's get it together. No, he's he's the big Lebowski. Um, <laughs> he was. He's, yeah, he's the he's definitely. Uh, so that's yeah. yeah, part two, and then like we, you were saying, uh, part three, team three is a mix of Nebula and War Machine, uh, and then you also have um, Widow and uh, Hawkeye. Clint, so yeah, yeah, Widow okay. and Hawkeye, like you said, go to Vormir, and Nebula and. Uh, and War Machine go to what's the planet called? I can't remember that. Planet. Morag. Morag, yeah. So yeah. Um, we talked as much as we really care to talk about. We'll, we'll go from worst to first. Asgard's the worst. I think the next section you would say would be what Nebula and War Machine. Uh, yeah, but that's that's important. I mean, that's important though. Is I think that's. I mean, everything else. Everything else parts, is though? important. No, no. Oh, God, no. Yeah, so no, we start, all know start, the Battle of... Let's start there. We all know the Battle of New York is the best. That might be the the very, just like, oh, my God, so meaty. We'll, you we'll know, close my, this my, middle part with that, then. So let's do... Uh, okay. Let's do Mjolnir, uh, or not Mjolnir, Morag uh, yeah. in here. Well, that's an important part, because that's where Thanos gets re-involved in the story. Right. So Nebula, Nebula is there, and she's... Uh, has a moment where she, well, Gamora, old, so there's, this is Gamora and Thanos so, from pre-snap. Right, so there's, this is kind of a split screen kind of thing, not literally, but you got old Nebula, old Gamora, and old Thanos, 2014 versions of them at this exact time. And um, right. then we have uh, current day, um, current day Nebula and War Machine. 
and yeah. they have right. to get uh, I can't even remember which stone it is. It, it's it's a little bit of a blur, honestly. But uh, Peter Quill's about to, <laughs> oh, it's the power stone. Peter Quill's about to get the power stone. Yep. Um, back, right, and they got to get it before he yeah, does. Back when he's singing, um, "Come and get your love," and I love that he's singing yeah. it out loud, and and and, uh, <laughs> and all they can hear is him. Rhodey just turns yeah. to be like, "Oh." He's an idiot. And then he's like, <laughs> so Rhodey knocks him out one Just punch, like, yeah. get the stone. Uh, but before they can both transfer back, Nebula, her eye starts going haywire. Rhodey's out of there. Nebula's yeah. eye starts going haywire because the time universe streams have interfered with her, like, you know, partial mechanical network. And so now right. we get Thanos' chambers. We see that old Nebula is displaying info from new Nebula. And it's, you know, basically Rhodey talking about, like, oh, we're in 2014, we're looking for stones. Like, it's very exposition-y, but, you know, done well enough. And um, so now old Thanos and Gamora and Nebula, the old squad, 2014 squad, are are hip to the plan. They are like, oh, shit, something's going down. They're looking for stones in the past. There's time traveling. Like, what's going on? Um, So new Nebula or old Nebula switches places with new Nebula. And, um, right. So, yeah, that's that'll come into play as soon as we're done with the time hopping. Um, so we'll go right. to the second, I mean, probably the most important part, but the second most fun part. And that is, uh, on, on, uh, Vormir. Yeah, Soulstone time. Yeah. So Red Skull still right. hanging out, still checking out the Soulstone, you know, just stuck there. <laughs> Um, still just stuck still yeah still it's it's i wish it was like the graveyard of all like mediocre villains like you have you you get like uh the guy from you get like um what's the whiplash there he's like guarding it uh you get uh, like you just get you get all the like, yeah you get all the dumbest you get ronin's chilling there like you get all the dumbest villains that just starts, are trapped there um yeah the guy from oh whiplash. what's it dr strange uh mads mickelson's painted face guy <laughs> oh Horrible. yeah, I don't know. Um, his name. So Red yeah. Skull gives them the choice, and you can you can take it from here on on this part. Well, yeah, I mean it's the choice that the same choice from Infinity War that he gave, you know, Thanos. It's not really a choice. You've got to uh, sacrifice something that you love in order to gain the Soul Stone, and you know, there's two people. They both have a huge. Uh, history together whatever happened in budapest that we're never going to find out about which but, i like <laughs> uh, is brought up, yeah i like that too which is brought up again Don't need to have a backstory um, to everything just you know right no just you take it for what it's worth it's 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 their story and um so i mean i think it's obvious at that point and as soon as that happened i thought oh this is the point where you know each one is going to be like yeah, I'm doing it for you. Well, I'm doing it for you. So in this, that's exactly what happens. You in know, a cool they way, though. In a, in a way that actually... Get, in a, cause yeah, in a super did cool you, way. Did you know who it was going to be? Did you have an idea? Did you think something else would interfere and make it so that one of them didn't have to die? What did you think was going to happen? Uh, no, I by the time I figured out that they were going to go to Vormir and they were going to face the same uh, process that Thanos faced with, faced with Gamora... Um, I, I figured one of them was going to go, I mean, because of the original six, somebody's, somebody's got to go. Um, they're, they're done with their contracts and, you know, not everybody can come back. So, um, I really though thought it was going to be Clint just because his family, I thought it was going to be his big sacrifice, you know, for his family to get his family back. Um, 
and there was, you know, the, yeah, the, the, Nat has had such, you know, Black Widow has had such a hard life, and for it to be her, for it to be her that is sacrificed, and and they fight it off to the bitter end. I mean, there's clawing, there's there's it, there's there's literal fighting, there's shooting at each other. You know, each one is so willing to give up their life for oh, the no, other. They're, they're and... almost killing each other trying to kill themselves for the greater good. Right. They, exactly. like, and I guess we got lucky that they both just didn't, you know, bite it. So, it was, I mean, I guess they're both so, you know, they're they're both sh- former S.H.I.E.L.D. They're both really well-trained agents, you know, so they're, they're going to be fine. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> there was a point where it looked like they were both done, but... um yeah, I know. This is going to happen. It's like, now we're going to, now who's going to take the stone back? Because they're both dead. We even had the slow mo shot of Hawkeye going over. I thought, that's it. He's going over. But last second, Nat yeah. jumps and takes the leap. And yeah. yeah, she's, and we get a nice shot of her fucking bleeding out on the bottom, kind of like the Gamora shot. Like, and we get the explanation yeah. you, you, you die by the soul stone. There is no resurrections. Not even, right. not even a snap can bring back those who are sacrificed to the soul stone. Which brings up questions right. about Gamora in the future. Um, but we'll we'll get to that at the end. <laughs> so that's uh, those are our three of our four plot strands to get the stone. So we got all the stone yeah. at this point, and now it's time yeah, for plot, Mama K to go crazy over <laughs> Avengers 2012 New York. What do we got going on here? Well, I mean, what don't you have? My <laughs> God! As much as you know, I, I was left a little stone cold after Infinity War for a couple of reasons. One, the snap, but two. I believe that Steve Rogers had something like six and a half minutes in that movie. And I am just he like, okay, I was feeling there. a little, yeah. yeah, I was feeling a little ripped off when they called the, you know, the third cap movie civil war. And it wound up being basically, you know, half split between cap and, and, uh, Iron Man. So I was already feeling a little, a little miffed in his honor. Um, so then when that happened in infinity war, I was like, okay, we got beardy cap, but we got him for six and a half minutes. That's just, that's not even fair at all. The Russo brothers were on my list. <laughs> and so they bring us back to 2012. I'm like, what is going to happen here? Well, it's a veritable cap fest. I mean, anything that you could want happens right here. I mean, two more things happen at the end oh, of the movie. It's that literally is, the best or, of or cap three right here before you get to this even, is best yeah. from. Yeah. From here on out, it's like caparama. I love it. I love everything about it. He goes, um, he goes and he accidentally uh, sees his old self who recognizes him as Loki because Loki has, pers- you know, impersonated him in the past um, in one of the Thor movies, the terrible Thor movie, Dark World. Ugh. And eh, yeah, so bad. the best part of the movie was the impersonation of Cap by Loki. I, l- um, uh, I love, um, yeah, when they're, they've run into each other, I could do this all day. Yeah, I know. Yes. <laughs> I knew yeah. you, I knew you yeah, so loving that. I totally love that. And, and, the, and my audience, I mean, I have the main audience and the main audience, uh, is non-reactive in general. And yeah, honestly, the these were the were fun. We, we go hard. Uh, yeah, I, I feel, yeah. We cheer, we uh, yell, we cry, we, we, we Man, freak out. can I oh, just so say, good. I mean, people, people did things like laugh when, you know, Thor came out as Fat Thor and, and they kind of a little bit giggled when, you know, when we met, um, Bulk. But <laughs> I mean, they were, they were on board with the Cap stuff. These were clearly Cap fans too. You know, that's, that's another thing. But, uh, yeah, so Cap sees him. 
Nah, I don't have a name for that. No, just, I, I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, so we, ha- so, you know, there he is. He sees himself. He thinks he's Loki. He has the line, uh, where I can do this all day. And the new cap is just like, yeah, I know. God, you know, really great. <laughs> oh, he's so and then, and then, this old goody tissue self. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's just like, oh, God, God. so annoying. Um, <laughs> right. So they fight a little bit. I mean, they're fight. They're they're basically, you know, same strength, same. Basically, they're the same. It's the same person. So what gives um, so the upper hand? The new well, Bucky yep. gives new cap the uh, a couple of things. Bucky and also that fantastic ass. So, um, yeah. So they're fighting and fighting, and and new cap is getting. You know, he's getting owned by old cap actually, probably because he's a few years younger. And, uh, he just has to mention, you know, Bucky's alive and old cap just goes right into where's Bucky and (laughs) knocks, knocks him out straight cold. And he falls so that his, his posterior, his tush is, you know, face forward. And, you know, cap is like, that is America's ass. And the place lost it. Oh, that got cheers from ours. That was. Oh yeah, everyone was just like, you know, you know, yes it is, you know, praise God, people are finally realizing this is happening. So, um that got a lot of laughs where we were. I thought it was I thought it was great cuz who doesn't love Cap's ass? And and the uniforms as time progresses and and I think well, didn't some who said that? Tony said that. Iron Man said that earlier saying, you know, that uniform really didn't do very much for his ass and so no, now and, and that got been... criticism when it first came out like his uniform looks so absurdly it's that that blue, <laughs> it just looks dated. Like it looks it oh, looks yeah. so it's old a, and like from it was, it was a terrible it's uniform. Like a, it's like uniform a Christopher from... Reeve Superman era suit. Like it's it's Yeah, really bad. So other than the cap fight which we get, there's two other stones are going yeah. after. Uh one is uh bulk to the ancient one. Who gives some more right. time travel mumbo jumbo? We don't have to get into all of it, but basically the bottom line is you got to return the stones to their original timeline when right. it's done. Otherwise, those timelines get fucked up. And uh, right. this is—I mean, so she gives him the stone. Uh, this is stuff that actually makes sense to me. Like I—I I mean, I don't—I mean, I guess some people are confused by the time travel stuff. I get a little miffed towards the end because I think they break their own rules later on. But yep. but yep. but for the yep, most they part, they do. But for the most part, up to this point. It's all making sense to me, and it actually makes more sense to me than the average time travel movie. So I'm I'm appreciating that part this far. Um, the, you can tell they thought about it. Yeah. So um, Ancient One, bottom line, gives uh, gives Bruce the stone because uh, right. he says Doctor Strange said this is the only way they win, and she you know she's the Ancient One. It's Tilda Swinton's returning. Love that. Um, and right. uh, you know, she's like, "Oh, that guy. I meet him later on, and I give him the stone, and he's really smart. He's really good." So, right. right. So that stone's gone. Right. The last stone is Ant Man and Iron Man, and <laughs> there's some good stuff here too. Um, Hulk being forced to take the stairs. Old Hulk. <laughs> stairs. Oh, stairs. Oh, eight stairs. So many stairs. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is, we're watching that, and your dad turns to me. He's like, "Oh my God, you're the Hulk." Because that's what you sound like when there's stairs, too. <laughs> and I'm like, I might have said those exact words before. Oh, stairs. So many, oh, no. Well, the shot they go so where he looks stairs. down. It's just endless spiral staircases. So many stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, and so here is where, well, there, we didn't talk about the elevator scene either, which was pretty funny. 
Yeah, okay, so, uh, I mean, we don't have to talk too much about the rest. That's how Cap originally gets his stone. So what happens in the elevator scene? What is the elevator scene? What is the elevator scene? What's the original the elevator, elevator scene? scene is... And then what's this elevator scene? Well, th- this elevator scene is a throwback. It's a little lanyap to people who are big fans of Winter Soldier, where Cap has probably his best fight ever in an elevator with a bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. And, you know, uh, he doesn't say, I can do this all day, so that's a good thing. But um, he it's he's getting in the elevator with the same people he was in the elevator with i mean you, there's uh crossbones is there a gorilla or uh it's what's like his Grillo name in this movie actor, i thought yeah yeah but he crossbones um he's in the movie with the same guys i mean it's the same bunch of thugs one from shield guy with the glasses i love uh, i love yeah. it man's like you guys who are these guys and he's like other oh, shield well they're actually hydra but we didn't know that yet he's like these guys they look like villains like why do you ever trust them (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly true there's no reason you should have ever trusted these people they totally look like thugs um so they're getting ready you know he steve gets in the elevator and he's like i need to take possession of this and they're like no you know you can't do that this is not you know this is not how it's done and so he just leans over the repeat of the original big air fights it's set up just like that but instead it's set up just like that you're ready for this fight to happen again and then he leans over to jasper sitwell who's the uh agent who has the uh stone and he whispers hail hydra and you are just like what (laughs) what just happened and then when he walks out Yes, and he walks out of the elevator, and I don't think I've ever seen Steve Rogers smirk better. That was the best Steve Rogers all smirk. All the Hydra guys are dumbfounded. They're ever. like, what? Like, they're yeah, like, they're no all idea. just standing there like, what? Oh, Rumlow, the dude's Rumlow, name is Rumlow. Rockler, that's Rumlow, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So then when they go downstairs, and then Robert Redford's there again. I mean, everybody I is in this that. movie. I everybody who has Robert ever Redford been again. in this movie is in this movie. So we're coming upon we're coming upon a problematic part. I realize that we're like talking a lot here. Um, it's okay because I don't think we're going to talk I, too much at the end. It'll just be like I love this, I right. love that, and then we'll be done. So this is this is the <laughs> plotty part. So yeah, this and so um, Loki. They have Loki because they're getting ready to return him back to Asgard. Um, and they, they lose possession of the Tesseract once again. Ant-Man and Iron Man uh, botch you know, their part of the, of the job. Yeah. It gets, it, the, the, uh, the container gets open. The Tesseract is loose. Loki grabs it and disappears. Ex- okay. So where did Loki go? Why, why do we not get the, and that's it. That's all we see of Loki. The, Loki's done. That'll for the come back. Movie. I guarantee you in a TV show, a future movie in the future universe. Like that's, that's got something else coming up because you're right. We don't get Loki yeah. back. And I was even the first time, even when I was wrapped up in everything, I was till, till we get our conclusion of the movie, like the inevitable conclusion. Like I was always thinking, well, fucking Loki stole the stone. Like, like he's like, like, and Loki's crafty right. villain, especially in 2012. He's like the villain. He's the best yeah, villain before Thanos right. is there. So, like, like obviously, like, there's something going on there. But he's gone, and the correction yeah. of this is, and we haven't really discussed the Pym particles. Is how they're able to travel through time. They only have a, right. so many to use. They have one trip there, right. one trip back. So at this right. point, it's very limited. I'm pretty worried at this point for Tony and Cap um, because they choose to use their right. particles to go further back in time, a time where they think they can get the last stone they need because they know where it is. And that's uh, 1970. Right. Um, they transport yep. back 
and it's to Shield headquarters in Jersey, I think. Yeah, where the base is in Jersey, where they went back to in Winter Soldier. And when they go back there, you know, Natasha went back. And when to. they go back there, and I'm like, they just use their last ones. Are they going to be stuck here? And like, oh, this is right. back in time. And immediately before we even see them, I'm like, okay, so we got Howard Stark is alive at this point, younger guy, probably right. going to be there. Then I also thought, oh shit, fucking Peggy's going to be there because Peggy's a Shield person, <laughs> and that's Casper. I'm like, okay, perfect. They're both back there, and I'm like, are they going to come back? Is this? Is this? Are they going to be? Ca- They're going to be stuck in nineteen. I was. I mean, I know. I'm glad it didn't work out that way. But I was really thinking, like, are they just going to be there right. because they both have a? They both have an interest in being there. They both have lost loved ones in that time right. period in that place. So, um, but it doesn't play right. out that way. It plays out much more clever, and uh, and we right. are able to get. It doesn't. Yeah, we're able to get Cap and Iron Man back for the big conclusion. So, uh, yeah, what would you? Uh, Talk about, right. like, the, you know, we don't want to spend too much time. What are the highlights in 1970 for you? Um, the, uh, the highlights, I mean, the fact that Tony gets to spend some time with his dad, I like. But he also was able to do that um, at the beginning of Civil War when he had that alternate. He, I don't remember what he called it. It was BARF. I remember the initials <laughs> spelled out BARF, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, but where he could sort of conjure up uh, time frames past and things like that. Um, so... You know, I think he always had a problematic relationship with his dad, but then as soon as he's back there, it's kind of sort of all washed under, you know, washed away and he, he's talking to him and it's weird because he's like, where's Dr. Zola? And I'm like, oh my God, that prick's still around and this is bad it's news 50 for, years Kat, ago, for sure. Know? And yeah, I know. And then, um, so they just kind of have a nice little, talk while he's getting the tesseract by the way because the tesseract is is there in in the new jersey facility um so tony gets that and then he has this nice talk about his mom who is pregnant with him and has a craving for sauerkraut apparently (laughs) yep um and i don't know what that means i'm sure there's more meaning to that than than i know of Of course um, as there always is with these movies yeah and so Cap, you know, just happens, there's a big, huge fucking facility there, but just happens to find himself in the office of one Margaret Carter, Peggy. And this is another, pro- this is a time problem is that I have. she supposed to be that, like 60 you know, Peggy, at this point? Or 50 something? She should have been 50, at least, because I think, I don't know when Steve was born, but it was in the teens. about the same age as Ant-Man's daughter. yeah pretty much i'm like okay so whereas ant-man's daughter is older than she should be peggy carter is uh, she doesn't look 50 everyone should be in their early to early early 20s to early 30s that's just everyone should look like that i guess is the point (laughs) okay at all times that's when you suspend reality is that everyone should look their best at this point um, so yeah, so he sees Peggy and Peggy still has $56 million budget to fucking put some old makeup on her. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like they did earlier. Like they yeah, de-aged and, uh, fucking, and we haven't much- even talked about it. He's here too. Hank Pym. They made Hank Pym, they made Michael Douglas look 30 <laughs> and he's like 80 something. Yeah. They couldn't slap a little bit of makeup on, on uh, Peggy. <laughs> well, no, I think they didn't. I didn't. I think they didn't want to. I think they really didn't want Peggy to be older because they, they wanted her to look like when uh, Steve I, left. I, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, they wanted. I, and maybe we're seeing her for th- through Steve's eyes. I don't know. Maybe that's what's happening. I mean, she ha- and of course she has a picture on her desk of of skinny Steve and. Um, you know, you see the longing in his, his eyes and every movie that he's in, no matter what happens, there's always a mention of home. And, you know, you just know that that's like his, 
his ultimate. That's the only thing that would ever keep him from being, from avenging for the rest of his life is this concept of home. Right. Um, he's been so he sees her, but since, you know, since his debut. His whole life, yeah. I mean, and he lost his mom at a young age. I mean, his dad even younger, but his mom at a young age. So I think that, you know, the fact that he even left there was pretty amazing in my That's just the only thing greater than his, you know, sense of home is his sense of duty to the greater good. That's right. It's the only thing that overpowers his own want of family. Yeah. Yeah, and he still still had, you know, a major role to play. So he, he, he had to get back. They all have to get back. And so. they do get back. So I think we're going to wrap up yeah. the middle of this movie and we will get to big, bad explosions. Um, they got the stones. <laughs> Everyone returns except yeah. for a few things are different. One, Widow's done. They're mourning Widow for a, for yeah. a little bit here. Um, the other yeah. thing, and they don't know this, past Nebula has infiltrated them. It's not present Nebula. Evil Nebula. And um, she has, the only difference is that she has that bronze plating that she puts over her eye that the future one had because I guess Thanos did more right. experiments on her or whatever he does. Um, so right. she's infiltrated. They have the stones. Um, they decide who is going to do the stones. They uh, construct a gauntlet for them, like an Iron Man gauntlet. Um, yeah, it's and pretty sweet. Thor's adamant to do it because he's God. He wants to do it, but he's also the Big Lebowski. So they decide to land <laughs> on Hulk doing it. Hulk's got like so it's gamma rays. I can I can survive gamma rays. Maybe you guys can definitely not though. So Hulk does it. Right. Hulk does the reverse snap. Yep. And it fucks yep, him up. Does. Burns his whole side. And they you know they spray him down. And um, yeah the. The way we get indicated that it has been reversed is a little weird. First, we get... The part that makes sense to me is Hawkeye goes to his phone. He sees he's getting his call from his wife. So I'm like, oh, they did it. Hawkeye's phone rings. But the part where they say they did it is when Ant-Man's looking at birds chirping. He's like, I think we did it. Is that something I missed? Is there birds in Ant-Man somewhere that there was was one and now there's two? Or is that just... I don't know. Oh, the clouds are gone. That means he did it. Like, I don't, I don't really. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the, I mean, other than the fact that that's when the next thing happens. Um, I don't, I don't get the significance of him walking. I'm like, there were birds before. I mean, Thanos didn't snap all the birds. He only snapped half the birds. That's kind of my point here, but you know, I go with it because, because we get Hawkeye's call. Um, I ignore Ant-Man. Right. Hawkeye's call does it. I mean, he's Ant-Man. He's kind of ditzy, so that's fine. Um, and (laughs) immediately Thanos and his ship burst out of the time machine, out of the roof. Um, right as the snap was happening, basically pretty much simultaneously, because bad Nebula right. has hacked the system and brought him back. Um, so Thanos' ship now looms over the Avengers base, and right as Ant-Man's saying, I think he did it, we get missile fire everywhere. Everything's blowing up at the at the Avengers base because Thanos has arrived. Yeah. Th- 2014 Thanos has arrived. He's blowing the place up, and we get a bunch of fractured Avengers now. Um, I got emotional there. I did not seeing the Avengers facility like get totally wrecked like that was just. Did that you wasn't think someone was going to die in this explosion? Because I mean, spoiler: where everyone's seen this already. Who's listening? No one dies in this explosion. In right. this explosion, no one dies in the explosion. Like, what? The, the um, raccoon doesn't die. Rhodey's just a cripple with a suit. <laughs> like no one dies. Really? Ant Man was standing at the window when it fucking blew up. Like no one dies. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't, yeah, no, I didn't think anyone was going to die, honestly, because, I mean, these guys go through that kind of stuff all the time, and that would have been so anticlimactic to just get killed by... Yeah, I thought Rhodey or Ant-Man might have been... I mean, maybe not Ant-Man. I thought Rhodey might have been toast here. I thought they might have taken out someone who, you know, long-time member of the team, but not as important to the you know right. to the end scene. I thought something like that might happen here. Right. But. That would have really just been only Rhodey. I don't think anybody else could have fit the I thought maybe Ant-Man until I see point, what Ant-Man so. does later, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, they need him to do that because it's cool. Uh, right. So... Yeah. Also, he might have another movie in him. I'm who fine knows? with that. Paul Rudd so. is actually really good in this movie. I know. I really fell in love with him. I've in this always movie. liked Paul Rudd really comedically, did, but... and a couple of dramas yeah. here and there. But never have I taken him yeah. seriously as like you know this kind of action star kind of guy. And no, he did. He did. He 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 did. Really I like well that. Yeah, like that. Him and Nebula, especially, and Rhodey even really get their time with yeah. the original six, and I think it builds up yeah. three of the I guess smaller characters into potential leaders in the future, and I like that. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, yeah. so the base blows up Thor in, or not Thor, uh, Hulk is, you know, Hulk and, um, Rocket and Rhodey are getting out, trying to get out of the rubble. Um, right. you got Hawkeye who's got the gauntlet cause it's fallen down with all the infinity stones on it. But Thanos's dog right. beast creatures from infinity war are there and they're chasing after him. It's kind of a horror scene. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of a. Of uh, what's that? The quiet movie, Quiet Place. Those creatures. That's what it kind of reminded me oh, of. They're in the yeah. dark tunnels and they're chasing after. Yeah. Them. Um, yeah, and they're so squawky and. Yeah, and the, but this is all ancillary because oh we get epicness. It's time for epicness for the next forty-five minutes. We the, the epicness. <laughs> it's another the epic epicness battle. begins with Thanos and he's got his big sword knife thing that he holds. Ugh. And out from the rubble uh, emerges Thor and Iron Man and Cap, the, the original big three, yeah, big three Avengers. They walk on to take and they, on yeah, they walk again. Uh, Cap at center, Iron Man on left, Thor on right, and Thor, he he lightning strikes him and he goes from being fat, unkempt Thor to still kind of fat, but also with his beard braided, <laughs> and now he's got Mjolnir <laughs> and he's got Stormbreaker. Cap's got a shield. Iron right. Man's got a suit on. Like yep. they're ready to go. They are, and yep. you know, they give a little monologue back and forth to each other before they get into a pretty sweet little fight here. And uh, and within you know pretty quickly, I think Iron Man's the first one to kind of get taken out. Um, not yeah. permanently, obviously, but he kind of gets disabled. Um, so, Beaten so you down. got Steve and Thor banging on, banging on, uh, Thanos, Thanos and Thanos basically gets down to a one-on-one with Thor. Thor loses Mjolnir and he's also getting, he's about to get cut by Stormbreaker by Thanos. He's pushing it against him. Right. And then we see, and then here's, yeah, he I think the biggest cheer moment in the whole movie for my theater anyway. Oh, it was you see so Mjolnir good. And starts to sh- it has to shake a little bit. Da, 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 da. It's flying and we've through the air. Never seen Mjolnir ever move except for, except for when Thor calls it. Uh, Say for one moment, we'll talk about it in a second because Mjolnir flies through the air, well, vision. smacks Thanos in the head, and you think it's Thor calling it, but it flies back. It boomerangs back. Right. Cap's got Mjolnir. Captain America That's has right. Mjolnir. He's got the shield, and he's because he's worthy of he's it. He's worthy of Mjolnir. He's got Mjolnir, and he's got the shield, and this like. Yeah. 30 second f- like flurry is 
He's throwing the shield <laughs> and he's using the lightning of Mjolnir and like smacking Thanos around. Yeah. He's like sonic booming yeah. him. And he's using it like it's like like it's an extension of himself. I mean, like he knows what he's doing. It is. It's not just him like wow. I mean, when I first saw know. this and I, again, like I'm not I'm never I was never the biggest no. cap fan. Like I was just gonna say I'm you're not, not a, a cap, cap fan. fan, so I'm really surprised that you really I was really blown this I was because it's just so because it's been set up for twenty one movies that that Mjolnir is only moved by Thor, and we see it briefly in yeah. um what's in, in Ultron, Ultron that Cap moves it a little bit. Whole, uh, Thor is all nervous that oh shit, can he actually move it? But he can't right. quite pick it up because yeah. no one can move Mjolnir unless they're worthy. Yeah, but Cap has proven himself. But guess who didn't want to hurt Thor's feeling? I've heard feelings. that theory that he that like, he could have moved it there and he didn't because. Thor's ego would be bruised. Um, I've heard that theory. Yeah. I like to believe that he he seriously couldn't move it until he this moment. More yeah, I, I like to believe that this was his true moment. And oh, it's just it's and for it's someone yeah, you know, like I said, someone who thinks Cap is a middling character as far as actual character development. I know people love nope. Cap. I know people love Chris Evans, and I think he's good. I don't think he's great. I think he's good. Doesn't matter. This moment's so good. This moment's incredible. It's one of the best moments in a movie full of great moments. So he's wielding yeah. Mjolnir, but it was it was so good. That got the biggest. Well, that and one other thing that happened. Oh, I think after, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that it. got so. Um, yeah, that got a really despite big Cap's badassery with Mjolnir and his shield, Thanos is able to get the upper hand once again. Um, Talk about Thanos real quick for a second. He almost got bested several times by several other teams when he had multiple Infinity Stones. Right now, he's just strong purple dude. Like, he doesn't really... He doesn't have yeah. any stones, and the three badass Avengers are taking him on. Like, the three the three heads. And he's holding his own. Yeah. Eh. Is it continuity? Yeah. Is it because 2014 Thanos had different, you know, ways about him than 2018 Thanos? You can speculate, but yeah, I I, it's know. something I push aside for this. Um, yeah, he's a titan, though. I mean, he's he's a he's he's a force. He's a to titan. He's with. legit. I mean, Thor's a whether, god. Whether you like Iron him or not, suit. yeah, Thor's a god. That really shouldn't have been a battle. But I mean, we are yes, but also know, Captain Marvel. Maybe exists. that's a problem. Captain Marvel can just fly through everybody right. and blow them all up with. She could blow up a planet with like her right. fist if she wanted to. But there's yeah, yeah. whatever. We we push past it. Um, that. But Thanos starts to get the upper hand. Um, and Thanos' yeah. armies start to arrive. Uh, he's called and forth, and we see the Black Order is back, uh, Squidward's back, um, <laughs> giant yeah. guy, uh, girl with horns, um, all of his dog creatures, <laughs> like, the, uh, his whole... Everyone that we know yeah, the names basically, of. Yeah, basically, like, gross, <laughs> gross squad is back. Like, gross, scary-looking right. aliens are back, and, um, they're preparing to right. fight, and you've got Cap barely... He's standing there. He's all bloodied up. This, uh, by the way, this is this is a Cap is the hero of this movie. Iron Man and Thor both have really yeah. good moments, but Cap is the number one in this movie, and I like for sure. Yeah, and and the shield, the shield is beat to hell. Oh, it's in I mean, it's, it's 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 in pieces. It it's only it's half of its formal self. I know, right? So, so yeah, that happened. Just when it seems like Thanos' army is about to take over, because the event, the, the last seven Avengers are all. In shambles, we get 
And Cap gets up and he's like, one last time. I mean, oh my I god. Do this all day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. But um he gets Thank God he didn't <laughs> he gets say a little that. um he gets a little radio static, a little radio static, and you hear from the other end Right Cap And you hear a really great phrase you say? on your left. On your left and it's uh Sam. Yep. He says, Cap, it's Sam. It's Sam. Sam. On your left, and then you fucking see, oh, you, <laughs> you see, everybody comes you see back the Doctor Strange circle, and who's the first one to walk out of the Doctor Strange circle? It's Black yeah. Panther, it's um, yeah. Shuri, the, 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 the tech genius. His sister. Um, yeah. Oh, and then the circle starts showing up everywhere, and you don't just get yeah. the adventures, Everyone's coming you don't through. just get the, the Guardians, yeah. and you don't, I mean, you get, you, you Falcon flies through, and then you get... Everybody's you the, there. Yeah, you get the wizards. It's strange. Shows up. Spider Man flies through. Wanda flies yep. through. Fucking Pepper yep. Potts in an Iron Man suit flies through. <laughs> you get like you get the Benedict Wong, the Asian, the Asian guy with the with the with the um with the powers. He's there. Yeah. You get you yep. get the Guardians. Uh, the 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 writers or whatever the the Guardians ships those the, whatever that squad is yep. the one that had to do with the. Whatever Star Lord was part of that that one squad, I can't remember their name right now. But they uh, they yeah. show up. Yeah, every, the Wakanda yeah. soldiers show up. Everybody's Everyone's there. there, and then uh, I love the line that yeah. like, everyone just shows up, and Thanos is kind of like, mm, what what's going on? I know. <laughs> he got a little grumpy Thanos there. And, uh, for a second. and Strange looks because Strange is the one doing all this because his circles are like what's bringing right. everyone there, and he looks at uh, Benedict Wong, and he's like, the is portals. everyone? And he's like. Who? What more do you need? Like, is this, you want more? Like, seriously, like, who, who did who did we like, miss? I mean, and they honestly. did miss a few. They did. We'll get to that after. I don't want to buzzkill this fight because it's so awesome. But you've basically set up like forty <laughs> epic Avengers characters, like four or five of right. their armies, um, to yeah. take on Thanos's dark ghouls. You know, Squidward and and, yeah. and ugly guys. You know, and the yeah. grossies. And yeah, battle commence. Um. Okay. Not yet. Uh, we've we haven't talked about no. character ratings or or visual and sound because <laughs> because it's just because it's just way more fun to talk about the thing and uh, you know if you're cool. With okay, visual and sound five five. So there's and five characters. Uh, character ratings. Oh man, I mean, I wanna. It's up but to you. I don't know. Yeah, I know it's up to me, but you know I can't. I'm gonna four seven five it. Four I, seven there's five. Just, I got the Molokai so, five minus going quarter points. I know. Going I don't. I don't. Two minus. Yeah. Do it. Doing all listen, kinds of good stuff. Listen, listen. Listen. This is. I'm doing the best I can right now. It's just this is the best I can do. Um, there. Get all. Everybody's there. Everybody's ready to go. And the thing that people have been waiting on forever, especially you know Marvel fans have been waiting forever. You know, Cap's there, and he's Avengers, and the whole... I mean, this is a time in, in the main audience where it was collective intake of breath was this... And then he says, fucking assemble. assemble. And everyone... He doesn't say fucking assemble. He says just assemble. They, but, You know, PG-13 yeah. movies get one F-bomb, and I don't think they used it. It would have been good if they used it right there. <laughs> or 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 when <laughs> Tony Avengers Stark does assemble. his big move later on, I think it would have been really good there. Yeah, but um, that would have been good. I think that, think that would have been, been more powerful and there. But, I understand they want to use it. You know, like kids are seeing this movie too. But it's PG thirteen. You're allowed one f bomb, and yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, it's the well, nitpickiest of nitpicks. It doesn't matter. So, 
completely unnecessary because Kat just says Avengers Assemble and people in the theater lose their mind. That's exactly what happens on the screen. You know, oh, it's Ant like, Man blows up. Pe- we've Ant been Man waiting. Does Mega Man or whatever he does. Ant Man becomes Giant Man. Uh, it's it's like wow, yeah, epic fight. Now they're now it's like the Wakanda fight all over again. Oh, better. But, I mean, I'm gonna. I, but yeah, I was gonna say. But I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan. I've seen a lot of good fights there. You know, uh, the Infinity War fight was epic. There's a. I mean, uh, even the yeah. um, smaller movies are not smaller, but like you know, lesser thought about movies like. Um, what was the Steven Spielberg movie? So Ready, Ready Player One. That has an epic fight because it has characters from all different things, and this is kind of like that, except all Marvel. Right. This is. I mean, this is right. up there. It's it's a top five, top three all time mega showdown fight. It's really and it right. earns it. Um. And and yeah. I want to ask you all your favorite parts of this fight. I don't want to. You know, we'll go through as much as we can. But before you do, uh, for me, visual and sound five epic, really good. Everything yeah. works. Even I'm saying I don't remember all the music. <laughs> Every time the the score hits, right. the Avengers theme hits in some different way. Yeah. I like the plays of the Guardian songs every once in a while. The opening yep. and closing songs are really tone tonally correct, um, and the visuals yep. are are bar none. They're the best. I mean, it's the best 356 million dollars can buy. So it's and it <laughs> and it earns it. Um, and character-wise... That it could make back in about half a day. Oh, yeah, so. exactly. I mean, it's already, what, tripled its budget in, in one weekend? <laughs> like, <laughs> It's over a billion, yeah. And, so. um, you know, uh, character-wise, it's like a... It's a 4-5. It's not a 5 because there's just still a few things that, I, you know, we've talked about already that I have uh, small issues yeah. with. But it's close to... It's close to... not. It's not perfect, but it's close to perfect. It's as good as you can really hope for. Right. Um, but big in a three-hour movie. In a three-hour yeah. movie, like that's the thing is like that when I look back on this movie, movie, I'm like I couldn't cut much. If I could cut, I'd cut five minutes maybe overall the whole thing. But I would Asgard, love to add another hour. Like cut out of Asgard. I know. Yeah, but you just absolutely. can't. You can't have. A, I mean, you, I'd love to, you but can't. like you know, you just right. can't have a four-hour, five-hour movie. Um, but the folk. I mean, the fight scene, and then the focus of the fight scene becomes the. Um, Infinity Glove, which the gauntlet, gets, yeah, the gauntlet, which when when it, it sort of gets lost a little bit, and it sort of gets handled by many Avengers. So um, yeah, in this big epic fight, what are some of your highlights? What are like maybe two or three of your favorite character moments, or you know, because it's it's hard, it's well, tough to I even mean, go through all of it. There's so much that happens here. But this might surprise you, but it's not going to surprise you one iota. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. the I didn't love the fight scene. Of course you didn't. It's an epic. Of course you didn't love the epic epic fight scene with all the characters you love and have followed for years because it's a fight scene. So you're bored. (laughs) That's exactly what happens. I mean, if I were, if I were going to fall asleep in any part of the movie, you know, that would have been the part I would have fallen asleep. "Eh, And if they would have done that, like, eh, like, If they would have done that in the middle of the movie, I can pretty much guarantee I was going to fall asleep during it. Even if it, even if it, you know, starred Cap's ass, I would still be There's still got to be some parts of the, like, little character moments. Because there are so, I could probably name ten awesome character moments. I'll try to cut it down, but come on, there's going to be something um, in the fight that you just I mean, I, out. sure, I, sure, I like... I like the fact that Barton was the one who had um, the gauntlet for a while. I mean, he always seems like such an ancillary character. Yeah, people always but shit But he's not. Yeah. And, but he's awesome. We he both really, love Hawkeye. We both love Hawkeye. Yeah. And he and but and he really took, you know, he took ownership of it for a big part of that. 
Um, and probably also I liked, uh, Spider-Man, what Spider-Man was doing in the whole thing. Yes, um, I love really everything that, <laughs> I love everything that Wakandans do. So anything that any Wakandan was doing, uh, Black Panther had it for a little while. I mean, it was hard because you couldn't really give anybody license to be really crazy with it because no, everyone got know. 15 seconds to a minute, you know, like it's just kind of a bad, right. uh, volleyball. Yeah, it was sort of like, you know, you're, if you're scoring the, the last goal and you want to make sure everybody touches it, you know, so that, so that everybody gets a little glory with it. Um, but I mean, for me, the, the biggest part of it was where, you know, it was the end was the very, um, maybe you want to mention a couple parts that you really enjoyed before, yeah, but so the end was really the I'll big part. I'll say a couple things me. that I love. I mean, obviously, yeah, Spider Man had some cool shit. The, the uh, yeah. the insta kill thing where his spider arms just stab everyone <laughs> in sight. I love that Spider Man doing because he's like the like you know kind of like the most unsure of himself. I right. love and this is a good example of a good strong female character that's super powerful, but like you are on her side and that is Scarlet Witch. She fucking yeah. she's got a score to settle she's lost her brother yeah. to the bat to ultron she and she vision she, see that's the I, and when i compare i always this is the part where i want to do this i want to compare scarlet witch to captain marvel because both are overpowered like could be the best in the universe without much effort because of their power sets and right. i love scarlet witch so much more than captain marvel one because she's had more movies fair she hasn't had her own standalone movie, yeah. so you know it's kind of right. it's almost even there. But Scarlet Witch has arced in a long time. She's gone from confused child to um, to you know she was a baddie. Un, yeah, I mean, un, she's, un, she was brought up to be a baddie. To yeah. kind of uh, green uh, green behind the gills rookie to one of the yeah. most badass Avengers. Like she's grown right. and changed. She's had camaraderie with Vision, um, who we don't get in this movie, but I think it's kind of fair because he's part stone, so he can't, you know, he can't exist. <laughs> I, he's dead. It would have been nice to see him, but you know, he, he can't. He, it it would have been too yeah. much extra time to explain that. He's Gamora dead. He's Gamora. I agree. He's Gamora dead. Uh, well, that yeah. Gamora. I think there could be another Gamora, <laughs> but we'll we'll see. Uh, but so Scarlet Witch is someone who I respect their arc. I like. I've grown with the character, and yeah. I am okay with her being one of the strongest, if not the strongest, because I think she's earned it. And even though she yeah. is one of the strongest, she's not definitively the strongest. She is the strongest, but she has character flaws, which makes her human, right. which makes her interesting and engaging and something you, someone you can relate with. Captain right. Marvel, and she's also. Well, Scarlet Witch is also still growing in her power. Like she's growing yeah, she's still getting in, in, yeah, in in getting used to it and being able, you know, as far as control and and all of that. And I think she's just going to keep continuing to to evolve like that. And I hope she but does. I, Captain, I like her. yeah, Captain Marvel was given to us on a platter, and I think that's part of the problem. It, it, I mean, it's really unfortunate. Because I want to like, <laughs> I want to like Captain Marvel so much because I really like Brie Larson. I love Room. I love her yes. her thing in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Like she's right, an, yeah. and a million other things I don't even have time to name. I love I love yeah. Brie Larson and I like the idea. You know, I'm <laughs> it's not opposed to strong female characters. I like strong female characters that are relatable, that make sense, and you know yeah. there are. I mean, you could even say you know uh, Black Widow's turn to you know full-fledged good guy hero has been a slow burn but even then 
stuff like that is just like, and it's not like she has powers, but that's why I like to yeah. compare. That's why I liked comparing her to Scarlet Witch, someone who is so she almost yeah. took out Thanos in this fight by herself. She almost right. did, and she's yeah. not even fully you know polished. And she almost did it the first time too. Yeah, she in, yeah, in Infinity War. She's got like so, levitation, mind control, right? Um, like energy, power control. Power, yeah, she has energy like energy strength. Yeah, which is, you know, again, yeah. similar to Captain Marvel's, where hers is just kind of like a blow it out the blow it out the ass kind of power. Like she just rams <laughs> through ships. I mean, we should say I think we have already, or people already know, Captain Marvel returns for the fight just to blow up ships and and carry right. the gauntlet for a bit. But um, right. I don't know if I mean. It's her attitude. It's her holier than thou. Like she can't learn anything, and she's infallible. It's just. It's just. I don't like any character. She's just not. I think she's. I think she's not integrated. I think she's separate. And for whatever reason that she's still in my mind, anyway, that's how she comes across. But trying to bring um, her in and having her be so other, it kind of right. It makes it difficult because. It's, it, uh, well, they're all others, you know. They're all out, in in every sense. They're all outcasts. I know, but when I say you know other, I mean? is all the other Avengers, even the ones that have only been like the Guardians, seem more like a family with the Avengers in Infinity War and Rocket in in this movie right. than she does by a lot. Yeah. And I think it's the attitude. It's the it's the it's the I I you know I fly around to fifty planets a day and you guys can barely cover right. one. It's that attitude. Right. It's not just the you know it's it's the character like she has to of course she's going to be that because she's that powerful. But the fact that she has right. no humility, no. I was just going to say yeah, no her lack chemistry of chemistry with difficult. other characters. You yeah. just have to have something to grab onto, and it's just she's just. I'm, and I'm glad, and well, I'm and glad you no have one... some of these problems too. I don't want to, I don't want to, because I'm the only guy on this podcast. I don't want to sound like a hate, like a like a fucking woman hater. I don't <laughs> want that to be the coming across. Like, no, she didn't have enough time. She didn't have, uh, she didn't have anyone to play off either. Like, so you know, in her movie, at least she had uh, Nick Fury to play off some. Who's awesome, and that what is that? Who's awesome? Who's awesome? Not in yeah, this movie, awesome, but, but we in didn't, general. We didn't get any. Yeah, we. We didn't get any Nick Fury until the last millisecond. He, he, he so. stood stoically around <laughs> for, for for five seconds. <laughs> like, huh? Okay, look, Nick's there. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, for me, that didn't really deter. It just kind of, it kind of, it just didn't feel finished for me. I don't, I don't, I don't dwell on her in this movie because it's not important to me. Um, yeah, I want, I want her to be able to mesh a little better in that world. And maybe she needs to be, maybe there needs to be like an, I don't know what the next version of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to look like, but I, I feel like she needs to have some merging films, like Avengers type movies to, to kind of bring her into the fold or else she's going to wind up just being a, and, you know, a standalone. Yeah. And there's nobody out there that's a standalone hero in the MCU. So. I mean, I, guess I, I don't want her, that, that to be her fate. Yeah, but it doesn't work. No, it doesn't <laughs> I work don't because think they you need can to work have together. That. And if she's not going to work together, yeah. she needs to be separate. And that's, but but right. I mean, and that's the thing is she had opportunity. The scrolls and their whole struggle in her movie, you know, there was there was chance, you know, room there for emotion. Her her relationship to Annette Benning's character, both the fake yeah. computer version and the original real version, and her co-pilot, yeah, like. It's in it's in bits and pieces. You can almost taste it, but it's just it doesn't culminate into it doesn't a get character. Fully, yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't get fully realized at, at all. At no point and do you feel like she 
gives a shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it feels like if Thanos wins, she's like, oh well, Earth's gone. I'll go take care of other planets. Even though, <laughs> even though her Whoops. snap affects everyone, but whatever. Like, right. it just you know, it just sometimes. Yeah. But you know, she she's still an important piece here at the end. Um, not much else I want yeah. to talk about. Uh, fake Gamora or, or a fake old Gamora has a thing with. Um, a thing with uh, Star Peter Lord, Quill. yes, Peter Quill. Yeah. Um, mostly though, let's just uh, let's just let's just cap it and uh, <laughs> cap it. Uh, oh, let's cap it. We get well. I mean, you have to cap it with what happens at the end. I mean, the the ultimate sacrifice. Thanos is that, gets you know, the stones. He's about to snap. Yeah. Captain Marvel does a little thing. He's with about him, to. S- and uh, yeah. you know, she's holding her own. He headbutts her. She's resistant because she's fine. Yeah. And then, uh, but he gets the power stone in his hand, like specifically, and knocks her way the right. fuck out. Even Captain Marvel, the unstoppable right. Captain Marvel, cannot stop Thanos' power stone no. punch. And right. uh, then you get a little struggle with Iron Man. A little, I'm gonna say. He dro- well, he drops the stone back into the gauntlet, say, and then we realize this is what's it. happening. After all the really good cinematography, this last. Iron Man tackles Thanos to get the glove is a little sloppy to me. It's a, it, it kind of looks like um, like a bump, like I bumped into you in line kind of thing. It doesn't. I th- I think it's sloppy on purpose though because I think that because of his subversion. Yeah, I think because of what happens. Because also because I mean, first of all, they've all just had the crap beaten out of him. So Tony Tony's you know he he's wrecked at this point. So oh yeah, you know he's coming back for one last hurrah and and what he really he's so smart and he's a smart guy and he's decided that he's going to come back for one last and instead of you know and thanos is like well nope bam you're out i'm i'm, I'm gonna do it i'm gonna snap and that might be my my favorite sound in the movie is when the he goes to clank. snap and <laughs> and it's the worst metal clank you've ever heard it's Funk. basically the Funk. whole wah, wah. <laughs> And nothing happens because Tony has stolen the stones out of the glove. And what does Tony say? Uh, uh, right when Thanos says, I am inevitable and snaps unsuccessfully, we cut to Tony right. and he, he, what does he, yeah. he do? What's he do? Well, well, you can say it. I've done all the fun stuff. So I just talked about it. how He's I don't got... like Captain Marvel for fifteen minutes. You can, you, you get the bit, you get the big <laughs> moment. This is, this is your universe. You're the fan. It is, it is, and it's my favorite line. Tony gets, Tony gets, he has the glove, he has the whole, I am inevitable. The, the Iron Man glove. Yeah, I am, I am inevitable, and I'm thrown back to the very first Iron Man movie. My very favorite line in that movie is at the very end, where he's supposed to say, I didn't do any of this, but he just looks up and says, I am Iron Man. Snaps his fingers, and in my... <laughs> <laughs> and in my version of what happens is not only do all the baddies that are all around him like thanos's creepy army uh and ships and everything starts disappearing all the really terrible people in the world are also getting snapped oh, okay. at the same time yeah, your, that's my your, that's my dream that's happening last, like, so and another thing exactly all those bad so guys running the world exactly. <laughs> so there's some dude like trying to rob the circle k right now and he's just like what the fuck and he's like yep 
I'm dust, you know, some, some really terrible some person, you know, I don't know. Who's running, who's, who's corrupt. <laughs> exactly. Harvey Weinstein gets snapped away. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein got snapped so hard. Uh, what if they give that montage of just people who have like fallen from, I know. Cosby's in jail and just like turns to dust. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, it would be pretty, it would be fairly brilliant. I mean, it might cause the same kind of chaos that the other snap caused but in a different way um so that's what i think is happening i don't know yeah so tony does that but you know he pays the ultimate price for it he cannot Um, survive the snap and and i love the end little bit he gets with he gets with um spider pepper and peter oh peter is still calling him mr stark and he says tony like the very last thing he says is tony like you know calls him an equal and then yeah pepper calls him tony pepper who I know you have your problems with Gwyneth Paltrow, the actress. You, can you admit she's really <laughs> and good also here? Pepper Potts. No. no, you don't like her here. Not no. in any part of this movie. You don't like her. No, her bangs take Come me on. out. Like, girl, I'm not kidding you. Now. When what I see her, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm gonna play the card. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, I can't not in any i mean maybe when they're in the cabin and she's just they're just like domesticated i can do that but the rest of it i'm like no 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 no. anyway yeah. all right well so she tells him she tells him it's okay for him to leave that they're gonna be fine you can finally and, rest after all um, that work you know you can rest yeah exactly and so then he he dies and and I'm crying and I'm crying too and I, I don't like Tony Stark either. That's the thing is I I was just saying I thought I'd never cry over Iron see, Man. I like mean, Cap. Daddy was crying. I don't like Cap or Iron Man, and I still like Marvel movies mostly because of later Thor and a lot of Jeez. the smaller characters, and it's just really good writing. Who are you? But like, I mean, I'm getting emotional yeah. over and Cap good directing. And Iron Man moments, which I never thought I would do because I don't even in. I know. I'm so glad this happened for even you. Even in Iron Man One, even in Winter Soldier, even in Civil War, that oh. I love. I love Civil War. It's one of my favorites. I don't feel the it's same emotion Cap like I do Man. here. Which again will fade over time. It's you know, it's it's a big movie. Yeah. It's a big emotional release for everybody who listens and right. watches. But I mean, well, and then the fact so that it leaves you with a few good. more moments. Yeah, so there, you know, that's over. It leaves you with a, f- a few more moment moments where you can still cry at the end. People are going back, you know, citizens go back to your regular life. I don't know how the fuck Peter Parker is still in high school. I mean, we're five years later. At the end, we this get kids should have graduated by now. I would like to at this point. That's what and I'm saying. Another yeah. thing, I mean, Cap's going to go back in a second here. We'll get to. There's problems with that. Yeah, but you know, well, I mean. <laughs> It's it's well, a we very got, imperfect Tony's world. Funeral, so they have. Um, <laughs> it's a very imperfect world. Yeah, Brendan we, Snyder. Uh, um, I said that one. I, what the a, funeral? Yeah, they have the funeral at the cabin where where they've been living, where he and Pepper and their daughter have been living, and there's there's a good you know a couple of moments between um, Pepper and Happy Hogan, who was okay, Tony's driver. So this is what I'm crying at the most. The first. I'm crying the most. Yeah. At, about a cheeseburger. I'm crying the most about Favreau about the being such. A person there because all right so for people who john, well so for yeah. people who don't know john favreau is the one playing happy hogan he's the big body right. lovable bodyguard assistant kind of guy driver. driver yeah yeah that's been iron man's you know you know low-level confidant for his movies as well as right. some of the avenger movies and you know he the the actor uh favreau john favreau 
was the original director of Iron Man, the director of Iron Man 2. Right. And I, I am so emotional right. here the most. I'm even emotional right now as we're recording this. I can say you're starting to break because, up right now. Because it's so, it's it's a little meta, and I like the meta-ness of it. It's, it is. It's he, not only is he circle. Iron Man's... Oh, I can't believe I'm breaking up about this right now. <laughs> I can't believe this is the part <laughs> oh that I bring up. Keep He's it together, not just Smyre. the biggest confidant of Iron Man. Without him... <laughs> oh, God, there is no Iron Without Man. Without him making such a good Iron Man movie, there is no MCU... Oh my God! He's, I gotta stop. You're you're absolutely you are you're absolutely right. The combination of RDJ coming back and having this be like a seminal change for him after having such a rocky career for so many years before Iron Man. Yeah, he had his problems. Um, and, and 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 yeah, he. I mean, personally, his life was a shit show. And having him and then bringing in John Favreau, who had done what swingers at that point. I'm not sure what uh, else. He's done, a, he's done a couple other movies with Vince Vaughn. Um, yeah. I mean, he's had a career right. Renaissance since this. He's, he did the jungle book. He's doing the new lion King, but like, no, but I mean, before, no, no, before, no, before that, before Iron it was sort Man, of like, he was kind of a middling right. lower tier director, actor. Um, right. But I was, I was listening to a, um, a, an interview with one of the um, people who it might've even been Kevin Feige who said it was just, who's the president of Marvel, um, Marvel entertainment, Marvel movies. And he said, you know, we thought that this was going to work. We, you know, and we pretended like this was going to work. And then as, as Iron Man kept going as they were shooting and, and they were seeing dailies, they were like, this is actually going to work. I mean, this is like the next big thing. And when they started it, they just didn't know, but they picked people who they thought were really, you know, dedicated to the, to the thought and the process and to bringing the, the, this character to life. And there was nothing like this before Iron Man. I mean, there was Superman. Maybe the Christopher but, Nolan Batmans were as close as you could get. But still, those never offshot into anything it's a else. It's Batman, a different tone, I mean, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, well, it's a totally different tone, but there was just like, you know, they they tried to do other movies, you know, in the DC. That yeah, oh just, no, like, and they're and they're still struggling with that, with the exception of Wonder not Woman. Not just DC. I mean, I think I mean they tried to make a, a monster universe. Uh, Sony did. Like everyone's trying to make yeah. a cinematic universe now, but this was the first and right. <sighs> right. I mean, they had Marvel movies before this. There was the you know they tried to make the Fantastic Four. It was supposed to be a trilogy, and they stopped it too because they're like, "Wow, one was not good, two was really bad. What's three gonna look like?" You know. So I mean, this had been tried, and and you're doing it with these people who really were at a point point in their careers, or at least Robert Downey Jr. was, where it was like, "This is a this is a make or break Renaissance kind of thing." So the fact that he was there, and they spent so much uh, screen time with him and tony's daughter was just i mean it was pretty magical i'm i'm not gonna lie i i didn't cry i'm still trying to pull it together honestly i know you are that's why i'm I'm still talking usually i don't get to talk this long but the favro being there i'm sorry so so the funeral's happening the funeral's happening and (laughs) do you cry over everything that's this meta i mean my god Um, behind the scenes nod i mean (laughs) finish it so they're having the i'm I'm gonna (laughs) 
Dude, the Thor. The Thor is fun. I, uh, Captain America has a happy ending. Just finished it. <laughs> okay, yeah, everybody's there. So everybody's at the funeral. Everybody that you can imagine in Tony's life is at this funeral. It's pretty amazing. Uh, there's one boy that I can't figure out who it is. And so afterwards, He's I have to look Iron it up. Man and it winds right? up being... Yeah, it winds up being Harley from Iron Man 3. And I was like, that's fairly brilliant. I mean, that's something that I didn't catch. Um, so at this point, the only thing that's need to be left is that those stones need to be returned to their time frame. And so Cap is the one to do the duty and Bucky's there and Bucky, you know, tells him goodbye and they have a line that they do. That's a repeat line from Captain America, the first Avenger, which this got me all teary because, you know, <laughs> Steve says, uh, I said, I can't be the only one crying. Well, right now between the two of us, you're the only one yeah, crying. But that doesn't count. Um, <laughs> We don't count. Uh, so there's a line between Steve and Bucky about, you know, don't do anything stupid. Al, can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. And Steve gets back in the thing. And I realize at that point, I'm like, he's not coming back because he and Bucky just said that was their way of saying goodbye. That's their goodbye message. Um, and I love Steve and Bucky. So I'm getting a little emotional. And Steve is gone. <laughs> we and we've got to finish okay, it. We're almost gone. at the end. We just got to finish I, it. <laughs> I know. And so it's five seconds. He's like, he's going to be back in five seconds and five seconds passes. And guess what? Steve doesn't come back and everyone's panicking a little bit. And, and we notice that, um, uh, Bucky notice, I think it's Bucky who notices yeah, that there's somebody sitting first. out near the lake and you know, it's Steve. And not only is it Steve, but it's like 103 year old Steve. It's Clint, and Clint Eastwood, Stanley, Steve. I, I know, and the first thing I noticed when they went over to talk to new old Steve um, was that he had a wedding ring on, and I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, and I'm saying these words out loud, it's very quiet in the theater, and I'm like, oh my god, he's married, oh my god, he's married, he's married, <laughs> and then I'm like, "It's it's gotta be Peggy, and uh, anyway, he, I mean, in, in what everybody should know should be a really big moment he hands over the shield and the mantle of captain america to uh sam falcon which good choice uh it, it's somebody who doesn't have any power and, and, and bucky i mean i don't like bucky at all so yeah. of course i'm cheering for sam but like i love bucky I, I i i understand sam better i mean i understand that it should go to sam and i know the mantle in the comics has gone yeah to both, i agree but, sam is, um, a better, sam better is better less choice. problematic and you know yeah, Bucky's not too far out of, you know, being out of rehab and cry cryogenic, you know. Yeah, Bucky's, Bucky's arced freezing. enough. I think, I think we can go with Sam. Yeah. yeah, Bucky is not arced enough, but he's not ready to take over the mantle of Captain America. So he basically hands it over and, uh, you know, for the extra one minute or whatever that he was gone, I, it looks like he's lived a different life. And um, I'm... <laughs> confused and happy-ish and then there's a little blurb at the very end where we see a house and they pan up and uh we hear a song from the winter soldier that nick fury is playing when uh he he's in cap's apartment and it's the song is called it's been a long long time and he is having his dance with peggy um and this is probably back 40s, in the 50s, 50s i'm guessing yeah late 40s or 50s and he and peggy wind up together which i'm happy about that's the thing is i thought I'm you would confused, be way happier but... about this because you were worried about him dying as was i i thought he was dead i was but super not only worried he, about him not dying not die, and you knew this was his last movie it had to be it 
but not only does he not yes, die, yes. he gets a really happy ending. He really does. He gets a happy ending, but when I look at it, it doesn't make sense to me with the whole time travel thing. And no, but I mean... Not, that doesn't fit into... And I guess that's okay. I mean, I have to suspend that and be like, that's okay, because this is the best thing that could have happened to Steve. This is, you know, Steve gets home. Oh, yeah, no, that's the thing is, I for even me, who doesn't like, you know, Captain America, Steve Rogers as a character that much, he's a middling character for me, I prefer this fate to any other at this point, especially considering Iron Man's already sacrificed himself. Like, I figured once he was getting flashed away right. to go to return the stones, he wasn't coming back. He was going to have happy ending with Peggy. And, you know, even though I don't care about him, even though it kind of breaks some rules, I would rather this than anything else. Yeah. It was pretty much. Also, Thor becomes then, a Guardian you know, of the Galaxy. <laughs> let's, let's just say that before the credits. At, at, as. Yeah, as Guardian of the Galaxy. As Guardians of the Galaxy. They get some good banter (laughs) there. And I'm I'm hoping he sticks around for that. I think Chris uh, Hemsworth, I've heard him say that he was getting tired of the Thor character playing him until he did uh, Ragnarok with Taika Waititi. And since then, he's been like, oh, Thor is totally revitalized. He's super fun to play. I'm fine with playing him. So I'm hoping that we get him integrated with the Guardians of the Galaxy, the as Guardians of the Galaxy in the future. I think that'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think him and Pratt play uh, off each other be really some well. Space you actually enjoy um, <laughs> as those characters. So yeah, um, it's gonna be hard for we're me. We're at the end because that's um, the end. Is um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are the fifties with it's the end game. With Peggy and he's with Peggy, his love, and he gives her a kiss, and every every person that's a Steggy fan is losing their mind. And I, <laughs> I'll have to carry it now. I'm trying not to think about Favreau at all. So. See, I mean, we, I don't want to. We're we're close to two hours. We usually don't run over an hour. We're going hard on this, and I knew it was only gonna be two of us because if we had anyone else on the show, it would be just too long. But this isn't about being in line. This, I mean, I said that even from the beginning. I was trying to keep you in line. They might have like, kept us I mean, in line, though. They might have been like, "Stop it's talking." The, it's about the that. culmination. Yeah, I got to shit on Captain Marvel a little bit. Who, again, I don't. I yeah, I, I had to reel you back from Captain Marvel for a little terrible. bit. So she's not the worst character, but. <laughs> You're right. Overall feel and resonance as you cry talking about this movie. What do you got? <laughs> I'm gonna go with a zero. No, this is. I mean, this is a five for me. I'm telling you, it was a three-hour movie that lasted 45 minutes. I was so in, and when I saw it the second time, I thought, um, yeah, I'm just gonna be, you know, kind of nitpicky now. I wanted to watch it so that we would be able to, so I'd be able to talk about it more than just like, oh my god, did you see all the great cat parts? Um, I think we've and I covered think I did. it pretty I think I did okay well with that. as far as but fans I was, and, you know. Yeah. I was just as enamored the second time. I mean, I was in the front row of IMAX, so that was a little unnerving, but um, yeah, I, you know, it's a five for me. This movie, I would Go see it again tonight, yeah, although it's very it late. Up. I really um, would. Yeah. I, I think the the really only sip, super minus on this movie is that we could have actually... I could have done with a little more bearded cat. I've already um, I've already given my gripes on the negatives of this movie, and I don't want to do any more negatives, because I think we've really exhausted that this is a good movie. I'm giving it a five as well for Field <laughs> Residence, because if I, if, if I can't get through a Aww, review without thanks, crying, Brennan. then I shouldn't. 
I can't. We not. both just cried on this review, and this just. Ugh, I mean, I'm you know, I cry at all movies, but when I cry at the review that we are giving him a movie that I've seen twice already, like eh, I know it's obs- and I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're way more mushy at movies than I am. So I'm of yeah. all of us, of all the films with the woman in my life hosts, I am the mushiest by far. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it's true we, story. We, you know, across the board, I, I, I'm. I'm I'll just start. It's a recommend, obviously. It's a recommend. If you've seen three MCU movies, if you've seen ten, if you've seen Infinity War, if you've seen any of the Avengers movies, if you have any... If you're a big fan of nice asses, you should see this movie. Yeah, if you're a big fan of nice asses. If you have any emotional resonance with superhero movies or the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Or just yep. anything in general that relates to superheroes. Good storytelling. You know, check out Infinity War while it's on Netflix, and then check this out because yeah, it's just that's the way to do it, right there. I didn't. I. I mean, you remember ten, fifteen years ago, I did not like superhero movies. Before the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman's, I disparaged as a child. I disparaged them. That's crazy. Yeah, that's not something that we did. Yeah, we kids are supposed you know, to like superheroes. Superhero I didn't. You guys didn't, and that's. I was fine with that because they're. <laughs> mostly crap before the Christopher Nolan Batman. So then they came along, changed the game, and then Marvel came yeah. along and changed the game again and and it's, and upped it to a level. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you go from really like a dark leveled brain, awesome up. Batman trilogy to a 22 movie universe of quality filmmaking. It's not like it's just crap, right. it's really good. It's I mean, yeah. I'd say of Oscar 20, nominated filmmaking. It's Oscar nominated. Yeah, in multiple categories. So like it's yeah. just it's just upped this game so much. It's hard to imagine it beating this peak as far as, you know, box office critically. But, I mean, you know, they've set the bar here. Who knows what they can do in the future? It's tough to imagine, but you never know. It's a recommend Can't for me. Can't wait to see. Mama K, I'm going to go ahead and guess. <laughs> a recommend it's, from you. I get, you know, if you don't have anything else to do, you should... Uh, yeah, don't, go see this movie. I mean, it's a feel-good movie. It's funny. It's everything. So do it. Do it. There you go. I mean... I could do this all like day. Like we said, it, and like we said, I don't know if it will, you know, if you don't watch any of these movies and you go try to see it cold, like, oh, everyone's watching this movie, I'm going to go see it, and you haven't seen any of the other Marvel movies, it definitely won't make as much sense. Thinking about it yeah. back, though, I think, I think you, I mean, it's three hours, so it's going to be tough for you. That's the only problem. That's the only hang up. If it were two hours of this, I think you could get through it and really like it, but... It does not feel like three hours, though. It, it doesn't. just doesn't. No, really, it's a smooth three hours. I've watched movies yeah. that were an hour and a half that felt way longer than this. Um, <laughs> We've reviewed movies that felt way longer oh, than yes, this. Oh, yes, we have. Uh, go back and listen to some of our other reviews, because, uh, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Um, we've gone long, though. This is the longest review Thanks for done. having me on this. I know. Oh, okay. I feel like, well... Thank you for being If we on. just went another... If we went another hour, we would just be the same length as the movie. So there's that. No, thank you for having me. This is this has been something I've been looking forward to for a long time, and you know that. Oh yeah, I mean, me not as much, but after this review, you know, I'm (laughs) reevaluating everything. I I know more than I thought. It's time to go again. Um, Good. So, Mama K, thank you for being on. Uh, If you want to check out all of our reviews, we're on pretty much every podcast app you can think of. Uh, You know, Apple ios android pocket cast cast box everything on our website films with the women dot libsyn.com l-i-b-s-y-n.com um you can find us on facebook films with the women in my life 
You can find us on Twitter at Films Women Pod, and you can always find me and reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore Podhost. Uh, Mama K, thank you one more time for being on for this epic review of ours. My absolute pleasure. And until next time, everyone, this is Brennan signing off saying, enjoy your movies and cry if you like them, but enjoy them. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.